We're back. All right, let's get fucking rolling here. Uh, yeah, so I was telling Malcolm today. Or you're talking about that? Mm-hmm. In the car ride. What were you talking about? In the car ride over. I drove to Guelph today yeah. after work because a comic writer and artist that I like by the name of Chip Zadarsky. That's a fake name. Made it up. Just made it up. Going to be doing a signing at this comic book store in Guelph. Turns out that's not his real name. I didn't know that. His real mm-hmm. name's like Steve something Shit. with an M. And uh, I heard him talking to people in line at the meet and greet. And mm-hmm. he was saying that like Zadarsky was the name of like somebody, the last name of somebody he used to know. Mm-hmm. And then Chip, I forget where he pulled Chip from. I think it was like an abbreviation of like Charles or something that he just took. And like that's his pen name. So technically Chip Zadarsky is not his real name. It's a pen name. Didn't know that. I was just making a stupid joke, but I nailed it. Nailed it. Um, but anyway, so I went to meet him because I am a fan. And he was doing a meet and greet at this comic book store. And it was really cool because I got to meet him and say hi. I got him to sign this comic book that he wrote that I love called Spider-Man Life Story. So I had him sign my trade of that. So How much is that worth now? I mean, the trade was maybe like 20, 30 bucks before. And I don't know, maybe now it's like. 50, 60, Sell it for a profit. 70. I don't know. No, I want to keep it because it's so cool. What if in two decades from now it's worth 10 grand? Oh my God. That, oh my goodness. That would be so good. And then we're splitting the profits. What? Why would we do, why would we do that? <laughs> uh, we're gonna. He's going to sign a contract that gives us uh, part part ownership of that comic book. Mm. He's going to forcibly sign it. I'm going to I'm gonna put it in the fine print if we ever need to sign contracts for Wildly Adequate. Hmm. That's going to be included in the assets. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but I'm, sure, was, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll still sign off on it even though he's heard this. Mm-hmm. He will. But it He'll was coo- it was cool, and I mean, this it was just something I kind of wanted to mention. But you know, it might turn into a full topic for me someday. But it was cool because I asked him, like I said to him, I was like, "Listen, I know you get this question probably all the goddamn time." I was like, "But how does somebody get from like me to you? Like, how do I get in if I wanted to get into comics? Like, how do I how do I get there?" And he sort of laughed. He's like, well, it's, you know. A lot you, of, you don't. He's like, no. He's like, it's the a lot. The likes of you doesn't. He's like, it's a lot of stumbling and falling and whatever kind of thing. But no, he was giving me some helpful pointers. And he was saying, like, you know, it's important to, like, find good people to work with. Because the example he used is he drew the series that I love, Sex Criminals. Which, mm. by the way, great series. He drew it. And this guy, Matt Fraction, wrote it. And he was saying that when him and Fraction were, like, both hadn't really gotten into comics yet. And they were like hanging out and would be like sharing ideas and stuff that like Fraction came to him one day. It was like, hey, I've got this idea for a comic about people who have sex, freeze time, and rob banks. And Chip Zarsky was like, I'm fucking in. Like, let's do this. And they started doing it. And he was saying that like they only thought they were going to get like three issues of it at like Image. And then it wasn't going to like sell. So they would like get canceled kind of thing. He's like, but then it blew the fuck up. And he's like, and that's the comic that basically... Made his career. Like, made them kind of... Now he writes Daredevil at Marvel, and he's currently doing Batman at DC. So, there you go. Things have clearly uh, worked out. But, yeah, so it was just good good insight, you know? That's cool. Maybe one day it'll turn into something. Anyways, how are you guys doing? Not bad. I mean, I worked all day, and... I don't know. Kind of tired, I guess, from work. <laughs> I'm a sex criminal. Okay. Well... <laughs> Malcolm? Yeah, I just worked all day. I'm feeling just tired. Can we can we go back to Patrick announcing that he's a sex criminal for a second? I'm a sex criminal. Okay, do you, he's double do you down. Sexually assault? Is that what you're saying? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Wait a minute! I was just referencing criminal. the comic book. What's going on here? You have All to have right. you have to have sex to be a sex criminal, unfortunately. Hey, oh! Ah, hey, get hey, the hey. fuck out of here! <laughs> Mamma mia!
Welcome back to Wildly Adequate, the show about anything, everything, and usually nothing. I am one quarter of your hosting crew, joined, as always, by Mr. Patrick. Go ahead, Patrick, say something. He's going to say nothing, apparently. Oh. He obviously queued you up. He obviously queued how, you up. How else would you have liked me to lead in besides going Mr. I thought Patrick? You were gonna let, I thought you were going to let me say my own name, and then you said Patrick, and then I thought you were going to say more. Well, I kind of paused to yeah. see if you would I say was. your own name. I was going to say something. So then I queued you in, and then you still you know, didn't. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? You know you were, you were thinking about saying something, and then you didn't. No, but I, but I had what I was going to say. But even though he held his pause for an extremely uncomfortable long amount of time. <laughs> Can we try again? Yeah, let's try let's again. Let's do it. I'm keeping this all in. Okay. Welcome to episode seven. I don't think I said that the first time. Episode seven of Wildly Adequate, the show about anything, everything, and usually nothing. I am one quarter of your hosting crew, and I am joined by... Pete Fahim underscore 21. All right, and... Mark, that's it. And... Malcolm. Wow, look at that, and we're off to the races. I'm about to gain 0.5 Instagram followers from that shout out. How does that work? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if the math checks out. It doesn't. Right. Anyways, we're here to discuss things, as always. What's new? Um, and I believe Mark is going to take us away. Yeah, I think um, I've been movies have been on my brain recently. The guys and I do a thing where we spin a wheel and we just pick movies to watch. And So I was just thinking about movies and then what years they came out. And I was like, you know what? Maybe my topic should be decades for movies. Like what decade is the best for movies in our opinion? Mm. So I have a list here. Of like, basically, I wrote a list of the '90s, the 2010s, the 2000s. I was gonna write a, rate, a list for the '80s and the '70s, but um, I ended up just like not connecting to them as much. Like these three decades are the ones that I connect to the most. And I want to ask you guys, like, what decades your favorite for movies? Um, would you guys like me to start, or does someone else want to start? Sure. So like, to me, honorable mention goes to the 1990s. It's not my winner, but it's, it was like a close second for me. I have movies like they're like on uh, Pulp Fiction, Goodwill Hunting, Forrest mm. Gump, Sorry. Silent, Silence of the Lambs, Fight Club, Goodfellas, those types of movies. I love the nineties. I love the nineties movies. But to me, hands down the winner was the twenty tens. So basically mm. so basically twenty ten until twenty nineteen, like that decade. Because okay. I just wrote an insane amount of movies on that list and I just kept thinking of more and more and more. And when I would search it up, like the most of the, the mo- most of the movies on the list of like oh, most popular movies and like best movies like I loved all of them. Mm-hmm. So I have movies on there like Social Network, um, Spider Verse, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Django Unchained, like Get Out. So many good movies. And so to me, also I'm sure a part of it is because I grew up during that time. It yeah. was like between like age nine and eighteen ish. Yeah. So like to me that was like you know obviously my formative years and those are my favorite movies. So. That's my favorite decade, like 2010 to 2019, basically. Yeah. For me, it was between 2000s and 2010s. Mm. And basically, the fight between those two eras is like nostalgia, which I think is the 2000s era for me. Like the Shrek movies, like the DreamWorks mm. movies, um, Toy Story. Pixar, yeah. You know, those Pixar movies, right? But the 2010s to me felt like they were more quality movies. Um like Avengers, for example, or like the newer Marvel movies were like things we were super into in the early 2010s, mid 2010s. Mm. Um, but just to go back to the 2000s era, that includes Harry Potter, mm. a, lo- a, a large majority of the Harry Potter series, 
That includes Star Wars Episode Three, my favorite Star <laughs> Wars movie. That's right. Um, <laughs> I actually haven't made a decision between the two thousands and twenty tens. To be honest, with you. it was between those like, two. We can come me. back to you if you'd like. Yeah, but I feel like for all, like all of us, it would be. I think Maddie's going to say it's like nineties or eighties or some shit or some shit. But um, you know, yeah. But like for I think for all of us, like we all grew up in the same yeah sort of time period. So to me, yeah. to me, as much as I, I love and appreciate 80s movies and 90s movies, because I didn't grow up with them, I just don't feel like a super deep connection to them. Yeah. But a lot of the 2010 movies are just like Parasite even. That was kind of recently. That was 2019. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, my God. The subtitle one? Yes. Yeah, the one that won the great. Oscar, yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel, probably my favorite movie of all time, 2014. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049, now also like in my top 10 movies. Incredible movie. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Verse. I mean, I, I can go on and on and on, but I want you guys to throw out some movies as well and I'm, I'm sorry if i overlapped a little bit but maddie go ahead now here's the thing this is the kind of question that for me it's one of those questions that it's like on any given day i could have a different answer sure it's not like we've talked about before where it's like favorite video games and my answer is always bioshock like with this it's something that could go either way okay i'm always kind of hovering around 70s and 80s for my favorite decade not and 90s no Okay. And I'm going to do something <laughs> that if my dad heard, he might strike me. He wouldn't actually. I'm kidding. Um, but I know it would make a blood red mad is I'm going to go with the 80s because okay. that's kind of the mood I'm in right now. And like I said, it could go either way. But I'm going to go 80s because, I mean, with the kind of stuff I love, the 80s is where a lot of that stuff, like, not started, obviously, but, like, had its kind of boom where it's like, I think of stuff where it's like science fiction in the 80s. Blade it's like, Runner. You have the original Blade Runner. You have Star Wars popping off. You have Terminator popping off. Mm. You have like the Alien franchise. Well, Aliens, I guess, was the 80s. Technically, sure. the first one was 79. So that just misses it. But like you get that kind of stuff. You get my beloved Predator. Like you <laughs> just have all these like dope ass sci-fi movies. And then you get into like the horror like explosion in the 80s with like obviously you have the slashers take over which are like a lot of fun even though they go on and on of like friday the 13th and yeah. halloween Wait, what, was it the shining 80s the shining's the 80s wow. what about the thing the thing is 80s like that's the thing mm. where it's like there's all these like fantastic horror movies to come out of the 80s too and then there's just other stuff like there's you know something like batman 89 which like i love and is iconic and then you've got like spielberg popping off in the 80s with like mm. et and poltergeist and some of this other like kind of stuff like, i don't want to i don't want to ruin our flow here but okay. i can't i can't I, I just can't let it go any longer what why are you still on your phone huh <laughs> you've been on your phone this whole time i'm looking at movies oh okay he's moving Continue. Now. so yeah like it's just one of those things where it's i just i've always found you know and again like i said my dad might recoil at me mm. not picking the 70s because, you know, he always refers to the 80s as the lost decade. And I think in a lot of ways, that's true, especially with a lot of the music that came out then that I didn't like. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's interesting because I love 80s movies. I love 80s music a lot. And you don't like 80s music, but like you love the movies. But I love the movies. And it's even if you start to go like, not that I have a super big knowledge of this, but if you go a little international too with some other stuff I like, like some of Ghibli's best stuff oh sure was from the 80s like Totoro's in the 80s Grave of the Fireflies is the 80s and then like my beloved Godzilla mm. saw his triumphant return for like the second era in the 80s 
Can I which ask, is also fantastic. I've heard you're saying that your dad was saying like the 80s is like the lost decade for <laughs> movies, and I've heard the same thing from Tarantino. Like he's done interviews where he's like, the 80s was like the worst decade for movies. I think he was talking about like everything being very, most movies being very superficial, just kind of like cheesy, shitty blockbuster action movies. Mm. Um, but like other than that, it's like why do you think like what is your why does your dad see it as the lost decade, or or why do you like kind of agree with him in a sense? Well, he when he usually refers to the 80s as a lost decade, he is talking more about music. But I think he, oh, okay. I think from like there's a lot of 80s movies my dad loves, but he kind of grew like he was born in 71 so he likes like he grew up with some of those movies like he always talks about like part of the reason why my dad loves new york so much is because he grew up watching like french connection and the seven ups and the warriors like all these like kind of well the warriors is kind of the cheesiest of those three examples Mm. but like these kind of like not like or like taxi driver which is obviously a much higher quality thing but like these kind of like gritty like new york you know cop movies or like kind of like just stuff like in that vein um whereas i think by the time the 80s came even though he you know my dad loves terminator or aliens and like the shining the thing all this kind of stuff but i feel like the 80s is also where you get like it's kind of similar to the music where i feel like you kind of get a lot more of this like superficial stuff yeah that there's not necessarily as much substitute like it is the action movie like Rambo and Commando and like mm. you know freaking Seagal and like Jean-Claude Van Damme like sure. those kind of guys like it is sort of that era of like these action blockbusters mm. that are like a lot of fun but don't necessarily have the most mm. like substance to them and again that's not to say there aren't movies that don't exist for that era like something like Platoon is like this really intense war movie where you get something like Scarface from the 80s mm. too so it's like there's definitely some bangers in there i would be remiss if i didn't mention our newfound love of be remiss top gun sure. the original taking place is that 80s? 80s 1980s yeah. yeah oh my god so it's I mean, like just, just listen just... To, just listen to take my breath away and tell me if it's from the 80s right you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the thing where it's like and again like i said before this is something that could go any given way like you might ask me tomorrow and i'd be like oh the 70s because Yo, my favorite movie of all jaws. time jaws and like yeah. you know the godfather and all this Clockwork Orange, is se- Clockwork Orange is 70s. The Exorcist, the Exorcist. is 70s. Mm-hmm. Close Encounters, which Close we recently encounters, watched, which was 70s. Just watched. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot of good shit from that. And then the honorable mention I would just toss out, and I'm not as familiar with this, and I know if you guys aren't either, is like... Are you assuming that? Are you a big 60s movie guy, Patrick? Say the name of the movie. I don't even have an <laughs> example off the top of my head. It's just like mm-hmm. I would... Like, I don't think any of us necessarily would even consider anything like of the apes. before the 70s there you go planet of the apes but like the 60s like 50s great you know, escape 2000, 2001 space odyssey you're just reading them off <laughs> you you read you looked you looked up a list oh, you did. Did. <laughs> I did. so it's like i would just give a shout out to those even that's not necessarily my favorite or like you know the era where westerns were like a huge thing although i've, I've the good the bad seen, the, the good the bad and the ugly never seen the good bad and the ugly but it's one of those ones that like dr always dr strange love to strange love okay i have two seen. answers please go Okay, best for kids movies, 2000s. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's that's the big boom. That has to be. That, that was like the big boom of Pixar. Because yeah. like, I have like The Incredibles written down here. Mm-hmm. And you also have like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Finding Nemo was like past 2000. Yeah. yeah. Like Finding Nemo, Toy Story, like all those big, I mean, yeah, all the big ones. 90s, actually. The first one might have been 90s. Yeah, the first one, first was, one was 99. Or 99 or something like that. But the first one, their first movie was Toy Story. And that was, yeah, that was like yeah. end of the 90s. Remember like the original um, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire? Those mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I was just thinking that as yeah. well. But then for 
I have to say my favorite dec- decade would also have to be the 2010s. Your what? Decade. Your favorite? I think would be have to be the 2010s as well. Like, come on. Like, to me, uh, it's the Marvel movies. It's the, you mentioned Parasite. Prisoners came out in Prisoner, uh, sure. thing. Um, most of the popular Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Shutter Island came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... All the, most of the, most of like the Django Unchained, um, I mean, Inglorious Bastards, I think was like the last year of the 20, the 2000s. was like 2008 or 2009. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but a lot of my favorite Tarantino movies, Hateful Eight, Django Unchained, yeah. Once Upon a Time, those are all 2010s. Oh, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Crazy. Dude, I, I wish I, I kind of like want to go 90s because like there's so many good, like Fight Club is 90s, The Truman Show, um, Green Mile. Like there's a lot of good movies that I love from the oh, 90s. Yeah. But, like, the 90s is definitely a solid decade. I, and I think, and I, I, I was speaking earlier about Tarantino and how he said he hates the 80s movies. Okay. Um, but he I hates think... Maddie's favorite era. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure like he loves those classics just like Maddie loves those classics. But in yeah. terms of like the art of filmmaking to him, it kind of got lost for a bit. But the 1990s, he was kind of, I think in an interview, he was talking about how the 90s was like a resurgence and things were like more open and artistic and things like cool shit started being made again as opposed to like mostly crappy blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. And and Pulp Fiction came out like late 1990s. Um, so he was definitely a big part of the 90s. That's like one of my favorite movies ever for sure is too. So yeah. Malcolm, let's hear what you have to say. Okay? Royale with cheese, baby. Sorry, <laughs> For me, it's between the 90s and the 2000s. Okay. okay. Not 2010s. Now, I was going to say 2010s because there's so many movies in there. But when I think about those movies, it's like I watched them one time. They're in, they're incredible, but it's not something I want to go back to again because mm. I'm just not so drawn to it. But like the 90s, like a movie like Seven or Goodfellas, Goodfellas, I could watch Every yeah. single week. It's, it's, it's so fantastic, good. Yeah. It's so good. Seven is unbelievable. Casino so good. I love Pulp Fiction, Silence of the mm. Lambs, Goodwill Hunting. My goodness. And then Goodwill Hunting, baby. 2000s has No Country for Old Men. I know you don't like that, <laughs> but I love Great. I love it. I and love 2000s it. also has There Will Be Blood, which is a movie I like very much. That's on there. I know you guys didn't love it, but No Country for Old Men didn't go anywhere. Ugh, but it's like 2 hours of just like your ass cheeks clenching. It's such a like tense <laughs> like just slow bill and then this showdown between these guys dude before malcolm before you continue um a movie i want to mention from the 2000s it's like one of my favorite movies that we've watched on a wheel is gladiator i love gladiator yeah that's oh, that was my movie well. was yeah, it? yeah yeah and in terms of the comedies like super bad came out that that decade the 2000s love mm. super bad my favorite comedy but you know what you've brought up seven multiple times i've never seen that movie i don't even know what it's about it's like a, it's like a murder mystery kind of i don't know much about it but it, there's like that popular you know What's in, What's the, in box? the box? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like Brad Pitt and Morgan Brad Freeman. Brad Pitt. And, I'm Morgan Freeman. And uh, Kevin Spacey before he got canceled. That's I mean, really a lot of, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say is him, though. <laughs> so, yeah, but I've heard that movie's fantastic. I want to check it out now, especially you've brought it up multiple it's times. It's incredible. I can't yeah. stop thinking about it because it's so good. Mm. All right, next week. It just has that, like, <laughs> it just has this, like, gritty, dark feeling to mm. it. Like, a, like they're in, like, a dirty part of New York. It's just, like, a murder mystery. All it's, of New, New York is dirty. <laughs> this is true Whoa. that's why i love it <laughs> have you ever seen the usual suspects malcolm no that's another one that like i I've debate putting on the wheel at some point because it's really good it's not like it's not as dark as seven like it's it, i also haven't seen seven yet but it gives me maybe i'm totally wrong but it gives me like slightly similar vibes but like way less dark and violent and heady than like seven is but like kevin space is also in usual suspects mm-hmm. so maybe i'm just connecting him in those two movies in my head has have any of you guys seen i know patrick has because we watched it together for the first time actually have you guys seen the truman show no i have not the truman show is amazing it's like it's jim carrey i'm sure if you guys do you guys know of it of course mm-hmm. yeah and it's like he's living in this like fake world and it's actually like a reality tv wait, show wait, we should put on the wheel 
We don't, should. Don't give too much away. Well, they know about it, though. Okay. Do you guys know the premise of it? Just that, like, it's, he's in, like, a not a simulation, but it's all Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like, like thing. he's living in, like, this fake world. Like, his wife has an actress. Like, all these people are actress, actors and actresses around him, and he doesn't know it. And it's, like, kind of the story of him figuring things out and, like, being confused by what's going on. And it's, like, they're filming a documentary, and he's the only one who's a real person. And it's, like, it's so messed up, but it's really funny because it's Jim it Carrey. And it's, uh, yeah. I'd, like to hear, I'd like to hear everyone's favorite movie from each decade. Sure. From like from like seventies to two thousands. Let's do it. I want I want to do that. Okay. Okay. While everybody thinks about that, I phone. was just gonna toss out. Speaking of the simulation, they just announced that Black Mirror is finally coming back in June. Oh, Can't June. fucking Aaron wait. Paul. Yeah, they got like, yeah. a bunch of people in it. Bitch. Bit. <laughs> Science, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Oh, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that my favorite nineteen seventies movie, and we we just mentioned it earlier, and it barely made the cut. But Alien, the first Alien is my favorite nineteen mm-hmm. seventies movie. Closely followed by Jaws, because I love Jaws. Mm-hmm. But Alien's probably my favorite 1970s movie. It's just so intense. And it's one of those movies where it's like, it doesn't rely on like nonstop action and just like trying to like mm-hmm. crazy amount of jump scares. It's like, it's really slow and tense and interesting. And there's a really cool plot twist in it. I mean, I don't know if I should, but it's like a, a 40 year old movie or whatever. I mean, don't tell me. I'm, on, I'm still only halfway through. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I thought you were joking. A lot no, of I'm... people have compared, like, used to call Alien Jaws in Space, which mm. is so funny enough. Jaws is my That's favorite true. movie ever, and it would be my pick for the 70s. But Alien is just, yeah, Alien is one of those things that, like, should be, and I'm sure is taught in classes of, like, here's how to do horror right, because it is like the slow burn. It's not like relying on jump scares or any of that stuff. It's interesting like interesting characters. Interesting characters. It's still scary today. And it's one of those, I think, I'm not obviously the first person to say this, but I think something incredibly important in horror that the best horror usually features is the setting. Mm. And the setting should always be a character in horror where it's like in, you know, The Shining, it's obviously. The hotel, like the Overlook Hotel is such a character in that movie. In The Thing, it's like Antarctica and Mm. like just this barren wasteland. And, you know, even in like video games and stuff, like people always talk about like the original Dead Space, the Mm. Ishimura, like the spaceship being this great setting in Resident Evil. Obviously, you've got like, you know, the mansion in like the first game. But uh, Alien with the Nostromo is like a perfect setting Mm. for that movie because it's like this industrial thing so it's like this very like cold like no pun intended but like alien setting like mm-hmm. it's not like a cozy kind of thing and then even just the alien is like the perfect it's just the perfect thing where when they figure out the whole thing in the movie of like oh it bleeds acid so if we like yep. they don't have guns in the thing but they're like oh if we shot this thing it's just gonna burn right through the side of the ship and That's kill right. us all kind of thing which is also what makes alien brilliant because it doesn't become about killing the alien it becomes about trying to basically like escape and just yeah. get the fuck off the like, ship there's no beating this thing <laughs> yeah which like is it, terrifying that you can't you don't you don't have any like po- solid tactics to exactly get to kill it. it's like they know if they had a gun even without the guns they have a like they have the thought process of we might actually be able to kill this thing but in yeah. doing so we're still fucked so <laughs> it's just this like brilliant thing of like we need to just get away from it kind of thing so shout out alien star wars your of favorite. course, A New Hope. So A New Hope is your favorite 1970s movie? Yes. Solid pick. Solid pick. Uh, for myself, I'm going to go with uh, The Godfather. Mm. Oh, I mean, classic. The Goat. Love it. Okay. I think I think Alien's going to go up there for me once I finish the movie because it's just so it's so good so far and I'm so into it. But honestly, I think it actually might go second. The Godfather's mm. just so good. I mean, I don't blame you. 
and I'll, I'll start off with the 80s. Sure, uh, yeah, go for it. Umpire Strikes Back. Of mm. course. One two punch with Mr. Patrick. Uh, for me, the 80s would be Blade Runner. I, I mean, you, got, you like, gotta do it. Because I think that's like arguably the greatest sci fi movie. Or like, it's definitely, you know, it's up there with like I'd 2001 so. A Space Odyssey and, you know, some of that mm. other iconic science fiction. Blade Runner is just chef's kiss. I, maybe I need to look more into the 80s, but to me. The Shining pops out immediately. It's like probably my favorite horror movie ever. Like, I don't know. I love Hereditary, but like that. I usually I say that's like one of my favorite horror, horror movies. But like, yeah, for the '80s, Shining's up there. It's one of my favorite horror movies ever, and it's just like, I don't know. I, I like how unique it is. A lot of a lot of horror movies are so annoying and basic, and it's just like jump scares, weird demons. It's always like the same kind of trope. And The Shining is just so interesting and different, and I I just love that movie. So that's my favorite movie from the '80s, probably. It's very weird. because I'm rushed. The Breakfast Club. Oh, <laughs> you know I've never. Seen I do really it. like. I've that actually movie. never seen it. Neither yeah, it's really I. good. Oh, we could put it on the. That's wheel. the kind of thing I was talking about. Just to go back to the eighties when I said why I think my dad and some people kind of look down at the eighties. Yeah. I think it's movies like Breakfast. Oh, Club. oops. <laughs> Even though I think it's regard like everybody like people love Breakfast Club. It's not yeah. like they get it, but I feel like it's movies like that, like these kind of like almost like coming feel of, good coming of age, like, like yeah, coming of age, like whatever kind of movies that like people latch onto. Like I think it's that it's stuff in that vein. That I think makes people dunk on the 80s. And I mean, I'm sure it's stuff like, you know, fucking A Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Mm. Like, I'm sure that kind of like. <laughs> numbers 6. Like, I'm, sh- I'm sure that kind of like makes people look at it too. Like, come on, guys, what are we doing? But, um. All right, 90s. Was 90s. Man, 90s. 90s is so tough because it's. Again, Pri- Prince of Egypt. Wow, Prince of Egypt. Is that your favorite? No. <laughs> I mean, Patrick, you, I'm not going to speak for you, but like. Uh, can I suggest? Are you gonna say Goodwill Hunting? I mean, how are you not gonna say Goodwill Hunting? It's I'm, a I'm 90s still, movie. I'm still looking through it. I didn't. Yeah. Does anyone have any? For me, it's a tough decision between seven, good, good fellows, Goodfellas, and Seven. Okay. And I think I have to go Goodfellas just because mm. it's I'm, just it's so nostalgic. It's so good. I love it. I love it. What, do, what do you What do you love about it? I just love Italian gangster movies. Yeah, they're very cool. I love I love all their meetings in the restaurants and there <laughs> i love the scene where they're where he's walking through the back of the restaurant and then he like bring up a table for him and he's mm. this like badass guy he can do whatever he wants yeah he's got a hot, chi- hot chick with him it was so yeah. good and the like the garlic scene just slicing the garlic perfectly thin oh, so that it melts in, prison? in the pan yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. thinly sliced garlic yeah <laughs> it's fantastic funny how <laughs> I think did you say Goodfellas Malcolm he did I was gonna say I think I'd go Goodfellas too for the 90s like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction would kind of be close up there nipping at its heels but um, it has to be Hunting of the Goodwill right yeah and Goodwill Hunting's up there too oh my god Forrest Gump like yeah, that's, oh, wow. there. that's yeah, up there too that's but up there. yeah Jenny. I, think, I, think, I think it's gotta be Goodfellas I was just looking at 90s movies recent, uh, quickly here there's this anime movie from the 90s called Perfect Blue that I think I'm going to put on our next I've, wheel. I think I've heard of that. I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be like this like crime thriller, like rated R, like, mm. you know, not for children kind of like anime thing that I hear extremely good things about. But I've never actually seen it, so I think I might throw that on the next wheel. For, for 90s, I'm going to do a similar situation to Malcolm, not in terms of the movies, but in terms of like I have two movies that are very, very close, and I want to mention both of them. Um, the Truman Show, which I mentioned about Jim Carrey, and he's like in this reality show. Pulp Fiction as well. Probably one of my favorite Tarantino movies, top three. If I had to pick one, I'd probably do Pulp Fiction. I can watch that movie like every week. I love that movie. <laughs> like the dialogue is incredible. It's, it's funny. It's interesting. It's dramatic. It's 
action-packed. So it's fun. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a great time. I love that movie. Pulp Fiction is my favorite '90s movie for sure. Okay. Two thousands, huh? Two thousands. I was gonna say. Wow! Dark, right away. Did you say Dark Knight? Knight Dark Knight. Yeah, two thousands to two thousand tens. Honestly, I don't know if I could settle on an answer without like. It's hard. I know. Actually, sitting. It, well, it's not even. I guess it's hard, but it's just. I don't know. I think Dark Knight's definitely up there. There's like nostalgic things, like of course we brought up Spider Man, specifically Spider Man Two. Yes. For me, is definitely up there from some. 2000 Spider-Man 3 no I like that one yeah it's I okay. think I think I have <laughs> I think I have my pick mm. The Pianist mm. The Pianist is one of my favorite yeah, it's definitely my favorite war movie of all time my favorite World War 2 movie of all time and I don't know I can watch I watch that movie like once a year because I just think it's unbelievably good and um, Adrian Brody is like a super underrated actor he was also in Grand Budapest Hotel which we watched um but yeah, he's he's amazing. He he actually won the Oscar. He's like the youngest man to win an Oscar. It was mm. fantastic. He was like twenty five or something. That movie's unbelievable. It's just it's incredible. It's sad, it's dramatic, and it's just really well done. Like from an actual like, you know, filmmaking perspective, it's just like a good it's a good movie. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, two thousand two thousand tens. Like I could rattle off movies, but I don't know if I would like mm. passionately declare a one. <laughs> sure, yeah. As my favorite, which is you know, Wait, so, shit. Did you, so you, did you not actually have one pick? I don't know, like two thousands. I would toss out Dark Knight. I would toss out Spider Man Two. Something like was Zodiac two thousands. Oh wow, dude! I, I forgot about I Zodiac. Or was it like Zodiac is 07. There you really? Go. Like Zodiac. Zodiac's really incredible. Good. I love Zodiac. Also, Patrick, I have to say, not Star Wars. Really? <laughs> oh, episode three. You're not doing episode three. <laughs> what was your pick, Dark Knight? You love it that much. Dark Knight is better than Star Wars Episode 3. It's not even I, a debate. I would agree with that, for sure. It's not even a debate. Hot takes with Patrick. All right. Oh, who, would you say anything, Malcolm, for the 2000s? I'm going to say No Country for Old Men. Oh. Oh. You like it that much? I love it that Hustle much. Up. The love movie where much. nothing happens, yes. Dude, come Shut on. Up, bitch. Patrick, it's like beloved by many, many people. It's yeah, like a cult many, classic. Many, many people are dumb. Shut up, bitch. Okay, well, there you go. That's, that's the verdict. That's the truth. He just told everybody <laughs> the truth. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, and then 2010s. Just skipping on that quickly. I again, like, I don't know if I could passionately say anything. I mean, Spider Verse. It's gonna be Parasite for me. Parasite, dude, unbelievable. It has to be Parasite. That movie's crazy. Parasite, it has to be. You know, right? it's fantastic. I'm gonna say, um, and, and this Prisoners is, kind of a, is also in that era too. That's also up there. I'm gonna search up a movie because I don't know when. Okay, my favorite 2010s movie is probably. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my God. Mm. It's one of my favorite was, movies ever. That's was, like, yeah. There's no way was, you go from, oh, that movie was so bad, give to me a saying break. it was... <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. This is background information. I Malcolm went, watched it for the first time with, with, a, a, woman. with a lady, to be yeah. fair to him, and he was, you know... That's think, not to be fair to him. No, to be fair. Because uh, maybe he wasn't focused on the movie. He was, like, thinking about the he lady. He should have been. It, it was is he getting it, head in the theater? I mean, no. who knows? I was, God God I, was a, I was at the drive-in. My car's far away. The screen's far away. Distracted. So he was getting head in his car, not there the theater. There you go. Not the theater. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Shout out to getting head. Let's go. Um, what was I you know say? Mark didn't know BJ's was an abbreviation for Booster Juice? No one says that. No one what? says that. No one As, he, he, <laughs> you see, they're confused, right? Because he said, oh, I mean, I'm feeling a BJ right now after the gym. And I was like... Uh, and I, I was said like, that out I, loud with two girls walking yeah. by. Great. Yeah, definitely underage as well. Um, oh I was like, wait, blowjob? Blow and then he was like, no. And he's like, Booster Juice. And he's like, I'm like, no one says that. BJ yeah, stands for... BJ is universally, I mean, for, at least for people who speak English, blowjob. You're and lucky you didn't get pepper sprayed, Patrick. Yeah. The only... Ah! 
Is all in his eyes and technically, shit? Technically, like, I get why you're saying that, because the letters literally are B and yeah, J for boosters. It doesn't matter. The only time I've ever heard BJs refer Athlete, to anything athletes else. Athletes call it BJ. No, sure. they don't. No, they don't. The only time I've ever heard That's it refer to anything else is oh, if oh, there's, he's, like... Oh, he's the quintessential... Uh... <laughs> he's the voice. He's the authority on He's it. the voice of athletes. I've it's heard, me. like, specific stores, or I'm pretty sure there's, like, a restaurant that exists called bj's okay so it's like i've heard it in that sense but no i've never heard people abbreviate booster juice malcolm's heard it why did you, you say know, wait, no wait, wait, why didn't you, you come to my aid you know why you haven't heard it because it's nobody because i know nobody calls it it's that. not a thing i'm also gonna say dylan calls it that that's cool man two people you, you listed uh honestly going back to the 2010s for a second i also want to mention this movie because it's my favorite um it's definitely my favorite movie of that year that it came out and one of my favorite 2010 uh, 2010s movies uh the social network I love that movie to bits. I think it's like one of the. It's just like a masterpiece of a movie. I love it. It's perfect. I want to. I want to give an honorable mention for 2010. Just do it. Shutter Island. Oh yeah, dude! I wrote that on my list. Shutter Island's incredible. And I love that movie. I'm also gonna honorably mention Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let's do cool. it. I love it now. From zero to it. hero. That's the zero to hero. Once Upon it. a Time in Hollywood. That's and the I think story. I'm gonna go with. My goodness! The fuck was that? Something's happening upstairs in Mark. We'll cut that out. There's someone. There's too many honorable mentions. I'm also going to honorably mention Twelve Years a Slave. Okay. Oh man, so good. Uh, you can you can stop there if you want. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to pick Inception. Ooh, oh, it's your favorite. That's I your love, favorite. I love of the Inception. 2010. I love Inception. I thought you were the one the, one of the ones that hated Inception. I did. I I, I, I disliked the, I disliked Inception. Oh, it's, really yeah. good. it's not Interstellar, but it's real good. It's not Interstellar. See, Interstellar I liked a lot more. I thought it was more enjoyable. Inception was like it was honestly to me at a certain point it was like this is just fucking corny at this point. Nah, how I many mean, how many layers they're doing? The thing here? is, is like, and I think a lot of people agree with the sentiment that. <laughs> The weak-minded mm. don't really appreciate. <laughs> bro, I think you're Inception. with it. I bro, get it, Patrick. Bro, yeah. it was it's too. It's the weak-willed the con- and the weak-minded. The, 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 con- just, the concept, don't get it. dude. The concept. No, I get it. The concept's interesting. The concept <laughs> is interesting. But then at a certain point, I was like, okay, this is goofy at this point. Okay. Or are they gonna go through ten layers of dreams? Like this is stupid. There's was was only it? three. There was only was no, a, at the very end. They was go only through three. like they like set up a bomb here and like it's like yeah, it was three layers. layers. It was three layers. It was three. It was only three. Maybe I need to rewatch it, but I three. <laughs> and I'll also just shut up from the 2000s. Like, that's just the reign of the MCU. Yeah, I mentioned that yeah, already. Yeah, we gotta. I mean, also, for, for two, are you saying 2000s or 2000, uh, 2010s? 2010s, because I know it starts in 2008 Iron with Man. Iron Man, but, yeah. like, I don't think it necessarily... It doesn't really pick up steam until in my mind until 2010 yeah. with the Avengers, and then it that just... Was, sure. Avengers oh was 2020. Yeah, it might have been a little yep. later than that, but it just once it hit that, like it just left the station, and that was it. And it's like you, you know, the build all the way up to Infinity War and Endgame. That's like, where I, I, I love the scene at Endgame at the very end when Captain America is dancing with his wife. To, it's been oh, a I long, love long it. time. Love it. Um, love that scene. Um, it, brings, it brings me a little tear. I like. Me I too. love the scene when Tom Holland is holding Robert Downey Jr. and he's <laughs> he's dying. <laughs> Isn't it vice versa? <laughs> No, Tom Holland is holding it. Oh, an Endgame. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Infinity War. No, no, no. Yeah. And I mean, also, you know, Spider-Man being one of my probably second favorite hero ever. If we're just tossing out moments there real quick. I mean, in Civil War, when they finally got him back, mm-hmm. and it was like, mm. all right, this new guy, this Tom Holland kid, what's it going to be? And just immediately, when he's in this Love apartment them. in Queens with Robert Downey, like when they're just talking in his Aunt apartment. Aunt May's hot. Aunt May's hot. Marissa, Marissa, shout Marissa out May. to Marissa No Way Home isn't good. <laughs> I'm gonna say one last thing here before we move on. Before we finish this topic up, I want to name. I want each of us to pick a movie that's come out in this new decade, 2020, 
Oh, the Batman. There's yeah, and no, and there's no other acceptable answer. Wow. Yeah, there's like, no other acceptable way. answer. There's so many good movies from the past few years, but like immediately my head went Batman. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It's uh, it's on my like. I think I put it on my top ten movies of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, it's not the Batman for you, it has to be right. Well, I'm, there's I'm other kinda... stuff like I love French Dispatch, like the most oh, recent it. Wes Anderson. Yeah, came oh, okay. for his new one, but like yeah. French Dispatch would be another. Smile is up there for me. Oh, come on, man. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> really Mark, it was when really good. When are uh, Hereditary really and Midsummer? Are those? Those are those are, those are, those are 2010s. Yeah. Oh. Honorable mention for 2020s: Suicide Squad. Oh, oh, the Suicide Squad was loved good. it. Yeah. Not better Honest, than Batman, though. Not better than Batman, but also no, it's not. The Suicide Squad when it came out was like automatically became one of my favorite superhero movies ever i just loved it It was hilarious it was interesting it was just like it, you i laughed throughout the whole thing but it was also like really sad at times yeah like mm-hmm. really emotional with the polka dot man and um rat catcher yeah it was just really sad but also beautiful it, it was great i'm trying not it. to get too excited because i've been hurt so many times before but they previewed <laughs> the flash okay like some, it looks so bad they bro. previewed it at good. some movie thing and every preview thing have really people have all left when's it, it coming being, out uh june Every preview thing that has happened, people have been leaving it being like, this movie fucking rocks. We can't oh, forget wow. Black Adam. Shout out Black Adam. Black Adam, Black Adam yeah. The movie, Black Adam, the movie, movie of, of the our summer. generation. The movie that did Egyptians <laughs> proud. Exactly. Movie of the summer, I mean, it, baby. It's not Egypt, but sure. Oh. I, I'm going to agree He's with Patrick. I'm, I'm going with Batman. I, like, I'm Batman. looking at all the 2020 movies, and nothing tops Batman for me so far. I'm, Vengeance. I'm, I'm just looking at the... I'm, I'm searching up on Google 2022 movies here. I want to make sure that there's nothing else that I would... Per- Pick. You've got ten seconds. Okay, here we go. Um, Five. <laughs> Sonic Two. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mario movie. There we go. We're good. That's yep. a fun, enjoyable movie, but it wasn't like my one of my favorites. Uh, oh, Maddie. I mean, I know me and you especially enjoyed this movie. Everything Everywhere All at Once was twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. And that yeah. was a banger. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say in the last couple of years, my two favorites were The Batman. You have to pick one. You I'm said pick one. You put you put the ground rules. I'm, uh, no, I like I'm I'm with Maddie. French Dispatch or the Batman? <laughs> okay. Because they're so they're so different. The French Dispatch is like this quirky, like beautiful, art, artistic, like fun movie, and the mm-hmm. Batman's like really dark and brooding and intense. Mm-hmm. So they're they're so different. It's hard for me to pick one. I'm just gonna pick both. So suck it. Okay, I'll suck it. All right. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Well, that was a, a fun chat about films and such. What was it? I don't. Do we want to start every topic by like re, like saying like? Do we not want to mention the f- previous topic at we all? We probably don't want to. Let's yeah. completely forget okay. about okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hard cut right here. All right, Maddie, take it away. Hey, it's we're gonna boy. include all that. Include. <laughs> <say hard laughs> sure, cut. do it. All right, fellas, I want you to light one up with me. I want you to. Wait, you bring a cigar? Nope. Oh. The cigar that tasted like wood chips and dog shit? Yep. I want to talk to you guys today about drugs. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Sometimes I do drugs. Not hard ones. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Apparently Patrick's in a I don't know if you were singing a song or you just made that up. That's Ty Verdes. Sometimes I do drugs. Not hard ones. Just ones that switch my mind up. Ty Verdes? Ty Verdes? Don't know that song. Don't know that artist. I thought you don't care. Tayo Cruz of Dynamite. No. Like no. it's dying. He's a um, TikTok guy. Who's the, what's me the, and Maddie did a dance to Dynamite in grade four. Oh, we did. Who's the, who's the, what's that song that goes, uh, Somebody call 911. Yeah. 
And copyright. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Fire so, I don't know why this came into my head, but it did. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I want to talk to the guys about drugs and, like, you know, all aspects, our experiences, and, you know, what we think of drugs as a whole. I, okay. could, I couldn't think of a worse group to bring it up to. That was the thing. What struck me about it is I wanted to talk about it, but I was like, wow, none of us are really like big drug users so i guess the one i wanted to start with you know we can get into some different drugs i wanted to begin with the classic the iconic my personal favorite alcohol baby now (laughs) one day i think i want us to do a topic one day where we like we do my topic as the first one of the show and we spend the whole topic just drinking so that the last three topics were like plastered and we just Mm. do like a hammered episode oh my god that's crazy i'd like to do that one day maybe for like you know like a 50 that would require mark and malcolm to commit with us this is also true i'll do it if if i'm drinking porn stars i'll do it oh yeah Yeah, let's get in but let's get into alcohol though dude because i love nothing more drug wise than alcohol (laughs) give me some shots give me some beers give me some cocktails one of my my like second favorite drink probably ever is a porn star cocktail. Yeah. It is like such a girly girl like sweet candy drink. Yes, yes, bitch, and it's <laughs> fucking to die for. I would. Drink I don't those care for the if you're the straightest man in the entire world. Exactly, you're gonna love a porn exactly. star. Exactly, I would bet dollars to donuts that if I walked up to Ron Swanson, yeah. and it was like Ron Swanson, <laughs> manliest man to ever man. Exactly, drink this, and I. Karen, fuck it to you. Be like, oh, that shit's good. Yeah, Dude, like I don't no. even like. I I don't like the taste of alcohol, and I'm not. A, I don't. I've never even. I don't think I've ever ordered my own drink anywhere at public place. Like I've tried sips from you guys and stuff, but every time I try a sip of your of your porn star cocktail, I'm like, that's really delicious, and I can see myself drinking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the white freezy, you like that one too. That one's pretty good as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what's interesting? I kind of sorry to interrupt you. No, you yeah, yeah. But um, I've talked about this to you guys with with you guys before, but for me, like. Whiskey looks like it should be delicious. Mm. Like it's like so like, cool. it's like it's like dark brown and fucking yeah. like it's supposed to be rich and delicious and like it has this like it goes down rich. it goes down easy. <laughs> and then every time and then I, every time I take a sip, I'm like, this tastes like I'm a uh, poison. It tastes like poison. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I can't. It's so good. That's it, it, like it tastes like the bottle should have like a skull and bones with the X over the eyes. Warning. Yeah. Of like the hard stuff, that's my favorite because I'm not like a tequila guy. I'm not like a rum guy really. I don't mind vodka in other drinks but like on its own i just think it's like tasteless and whatever but like a good bourbon or a whiskey or a rye i think it's bourbon bourbon now you're you're like yeah the iconic bullet bourbon you're you're really speaking my language when it comes to all that stuff but um yeah please tell me about alcohol before it's it's, yeah it's cocktails all the way for me Mm -hmm. i hate beer beer tastes like piss it does um shots uh nothing appealing about it Really, um, I almost think that like when it comes to something like beer, Maddie, you're saying you love beer. Mm. When I think about beer, it's like a lot of people talk about it as if it's like you know, oh, like beer with the guys, like it's like it's a social thing. Yeah, and I almost predict that if there wasn't that social context around it or that like sort of excitement about it, and it wasn't like a, a drink that was in in pop culture all the time, like people wouldn't really care much about it. I don't like. I don't think. I think a lot of people like it because of the idea of oh, crack a beer, a cold beer on a, with the guys or whatever. It's like I think okay. maybe if there wasn't that you know picture around it, it would just be like oh, this kind of sucks. Not maybe. only do I not see the appeal of alcohol, but I especially don't see the appeal of beer because it tastes so bad. It, does, <laughs> it tastes yeah. so bad. I've tried, I've tried a couple of beers, and all the ones I've tasted, they all taste like sparkly pee that burned my mouth yeah, yeah. i don't i don't Pretty know much. i'm not and i'm sorry to hate i'm not trying to hate here but like 
I can't imagine sipping any beer and being like, this is delicious. Can you imagine that? I can't. Sipping and being like, this tastes I mean, good. I, there was this one time I sipped Modelo. Okay. And I liked it, but then I sipped it again a couple years later, and it was garbage. Damn, no. we had you first. Not only do I know basically nothing about alcohol, one thing I don't Oh, my God. Is I don't... Sorry. Sorry to cut you off there. If you combine pineapple juice and beer, then it's excellent. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> Not only... I don't know anything about alcohol. All I know is that alcohol, I does, it doesn't taste good. I don't like the taste of alcohol in general. Sure. But when you hide alcohol in a drink for me, like mm. a porn star, that peachy crap you were drinking at mm. St. Louis or like a freezy, a white freezy. Yeah. I could drink those because I don't taste the alcohol and it just tastes like candy juice to me. You know what, I love you, candy. You know, you know what my problem is though? It's like I agree with you. I'm with you 100%. But then the problem becomes like that alcohol is really expensive. So if I'm going to go out and buy a cocktail, it's like, I could probably get the equivalent flavor, like some sort of Kool-Aid sort of mm-hmm. ju- energy juice. And I love Kool-Aid. And get that for cheaper. And I don't care about the alcohol. I don't want to taste it. I don't want to feel it. So like, I might as well cut that expensive shit out and just get a juice. I also don't really care about the side effects. Like I see I see a lot of what side effects happen to people. For example, one time when I was going to school in Michigan, I was a DD for some ladies and a friend of mine when we were going up north to a party. Sorry. Oh my God, why did I start You named the innocent. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Who dat? Just some random girl. Go um, on. She's a friend of mine. She she had some Panda Express before we went up there. A whole lot of Panda Express, like orange chicken and rice and lots of chicken. Oh, no. And oh, she, she puked And then, she, the and then she drank a whole lot of alcohol while she was partying. And she was super intoxicated at the end of the night. And then yeah. we get into the car. We're driving back. Middle of nowhere. She, t- she takes a plastic bag. She's going to puke in the car. There's a hole in the plastic bag. <laughs> All over the back of the car. Everyone could smell it. It was gross. And then... She, we were like, Kathy, stop puking in the car. And she opens, <laughs> she opens the window, pukes out the window, all over the side of the car, <laughs> all over it. Son. It was disgusting. It was so, and it smelled like it smelled like orange chicken. That's orange so chicken gross. puke. That's disgusting. A, I have a lesser de- like a story of a similar vein, but a lesser degree. Um, a friend of mine named. Oh my god! Why did I name her name? Oh my god! What's You're wrong with me? Just bleep all the them. Just I'll please bleep, bleep all them. The names. We're just naming the innocent. A here. friend of mine. What a rat. Sorry, a friend of mine had, you know, gone into a similar situation with uh, drinking, and I was the DD that night, mm-hmm. and it, I was driving them home in my dad's car, and she was sitting shotgun, and I was almost home free, I dropped her off at her place, she was stepping out, and she puked all over the door, and inside, like, you know how, oh like, on the side the door, step? there's the step but there's like you know oh, how this the, oh the pocket the pocket thank oh. you she puked in the pocket like the water holder yeah oh. and i had to i got i drove the car home and i had to have the windows down because it smelled horrid oh i wanted god. to puke i swear to god i thought i was gonna puke myself <laughs> and i was scooping her puke out yeah. of the pocket wait wait wait, wait, wait. and i had to wait, wait, febreze wait. the shit out of the please car don't, please don't tell me you did it with your bare hands no of course not maniac the way you were at you for those i mean obviously we don't have a video yet we will at yeah. some point but like you were doing a scooping motion with your hands, yeah. and I was like, I, I just imagine you doing it barehanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was basically just trying to get this car to smell decent because my dad was going to work the next day. And you know, it's interesting. I've actually never had. I don't think I've ever been to a an official party okay. unless it's like something with you guys where we like we did Halloween or like every once in a while we'd go to. That was the worst night of my life. Yeah, it was terrible. But um, <laughs> what the Halloween we went to this year? Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, that was god awful. It was I so want, bad. I would have rather. So bad. I would have rather stayed home and played video games. Can we just stay at home and play video games? This I think next Halloween we should do our own. We should do our own party. Let's do like a horror movie marathon. Who are we gonna invite? Yeah, we should. Well, we were party. also we invite three quarters of us. Yeah. Three quarters of us were also single at that point, so we were wow, all. Wow, what a so turn we of events! Kind of like hoping like. 
you that know. Is, that's right. I mean, let's, we can let's still do have some, friends come to, to hang do some out talent and party. Yeah, of course. The girlfriends can come and dance. Everyone oh, my can, God. If we, did, if we did an 80s like theme, everyone can put on their disco. Oh, my oh, God. Mm-hmm. Dance for us. Um, What was I going to say? We play games. Drinking, though. Yeah. Like, we could eat getting, food. Getting, like, not blackout necessarily, but getting, like, pissed drunk and throwing up. Like, there's something about that to me where, A, it's happened to me a handful of times. Yeah. And, B, it's, like, the worst feeling in the world. But I think it's almost like a rite of passage in a certain way. Like with drinking and like this, it's kind of like this like shared youthful experience that like it's just this kind of thing that like you know people who drink can relate to kind of thing. I'm not, I'm, I, don't I don't feel like, like throwing up. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like either. I've thrown up since the third grade, and I'm not missing it. I don't like it either. I'm not saying it's like a good thing, but there's like it's one of those things where it's kind of like. I had a really vulgar example I was going to compare it to, but I'll stray away from that. But it's oh, like, wow. it's kind of one of those things that it's like when you're young and stupid, you do before you really know any better. And then like you learn like to not do it and dude, to I, avoid it. Like I, I just kind of look at it through that sort of lens. Dude, I came out of the, wo- the womb knowing better. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, that's alcohol. And I'll stray away from that for now because again, I'd like to do alcohol, yeah, the topic one day and we all get pissed drunk. But now let's talk about opiates. Drugs. Let's talk about opiates. No, <laughs> let's next, talk about heroin, there two, LSD. Like, there were two other veins I wanted to get to and then we get to the other stuff. The other one is I wanted to talk about like smoking stuff. Okay. And I know none of us are like smokers, like cigarettes specifically, thank God. I've, are any of you like vape doers or have you dabbled uh, in vapes? I'm honestly, you're asking that honestly? I've, I've not da- like, I know none of you are like vape all the time, I'm but gonna, like, have any of you like I'm dabbled? Gonna, I'm going to go to a point like this is, and this is absolutely true. I've actually never even inhaled smoke. Like wow. I've, never, I've never even, I've never even. Did you try the cigar? No. Really? I've never even mm. puffed anything in like, uh, other than like, other than like the atmosphere, yeah. like <laughs> air. No, nothing it's like man smoke, baby. Sure. I've puffed a vape. Um, nothing special. Unfortunately, I've puffed a vape. Plenty of times <laughs> in the U.S., my roommate had a vape, and yeah. at one point in my first year, I was just, I just fell for it, and I, I took one of their vapes. <laughs> fell for it. Fell for it. I took one of their vapes. I had it for like a week. I was just puffing on it. I wasn't inhaling because it hurt me, yeah. and so I was like, I just like it in my mouth, and I like to blow smoke because it looks cool, <laughs> so I'm just going to keep doing this, yeah. and then eventually I was like, what am I doing? I just stopped. Yeah. I will say that the, the visual of smoking is like sexy. It's like badass. Yes, smoking a yeah. cigarette is like one of the coolest looks. Like ever. cigarette, but to me, like a vape, like if you're holding yeah, like this thing that looks like a super bitchy portable dude. charger yeah, and yeah. you're smoking it. Like, yeah, vapes are dumb looking. But and you know, you know, like I, th- I think, and we mentioned we were talking about movies earlier in the topic, in a different topic, but like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction smoking like a cigarette or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like a cool image. So yeah, none of probably. us are addicted to nicotine. No, no thankfully. No. Yeah, vapes the thing. I've tried like two or three times just from friends like, oh, hit this. And I try it and every time I'm like, this is lame. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing I will toss out there is even though I don't like, like I've never tried a cigarette and I wouldn't because it's like I just don't need it kind of thing. You know, I have enough poisons with alcohol. I don't need more. Um, and vapes aren't for me. Shisha. I love, it's been a while, but a good cigar every once in a while, like once or twice a year. Yeah. So good. Was that a good one we had? The one I got eight dollars. The That's last time spent on it. he spent eight dollars on. Was it. that the first? Oh, that might have been. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that would have been before one. the cottage. That would have been that Halloween. Because I did get one for the cottage. 
Now, I've yet to do this on any of the shows, but I will be inserting an image <laughs> at this point. The picture that's on first my, one, yeah, the picture, on the, show? the picture that's on my Instagram from the oh, cottage, yeah. where it's me sitting there shirtless with my gut hanging out, yeah. and I'm just sitting there in my like swimming <laughs> shorts with a giant cigar in my mouth, like I James, will, like James Gandolfini. I love that picture, so I will be inserting that into the you know YouTube video for the show. You ever, you ever have a Cuban? No, but I would like to try one. That's the thing, though. I want to one day like shell out. Not like an insane amount of money, but I want to get like a good cigar. Sure. Even like a $50, like sure, $100. Like I want to kind of get a good one. You know what? Honestly, next year, because my champagne birthday will be next year. Me too. Where I'll be 24 on March 24th, 2024. I will be 24 on October 24th. I had my champagne birthday. My champagne birthday was when I was seven, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks to suck. Wow. I normally don't do like anything for my birthday even this year the only reason we kind of did anything is because of varsha because she like put whole thing together which was like the sweetest thing ever um but next year for my 24th like for my champagne birthday i want to do something a little more like glitzy and i've already started thinking of like i would want to get like i would either want to live in a cigar bar (laughs) this is like way (laughs) off topic here so i apologize for this tangent but like i would either want to go somewhere like maybe do like a couple nights in like new york or something But the thing that I think about actually doing the most with you guys and dragging you in would be doing like going to like a really nice steakhouse, like Mm. Barbarians in Toronto, Mm. getting a really good (laughs) whiskey and then getting like an expensive cigar because like meat. Oh, my God. I get down for that. It's like like, when I say this to people, they laugh at me where they're like, you sound like a 70 year old white guy. But it's like meat, cigars and whiskey, that trifecta of things is so fucking good together yeah. that it's like I would <laughs> that trifecta of things is so like smoking it's so well. like not iconic but like what's the word I'm looking for it's so like standard what's the word I'm looking for like like classic you watch, classic like you watch shows like how much your mother if for his bachelor party they had meat cigars whiskey and they're watching some fight or whatever it was yeah. like exactly you know what I mean? that's the kind of thing where it's like I think about what do I want to do next year for my birthday Dude, it's yeah. like I could be convinced to do that like a steak night with cigars and whiskey yeah. Dude, ste- for steak like i've talked about this like ad nauseum before but like i've never tried an actual good steak before i've only ever tried well done steak because that's how my family cooks it because they're egyptian and all egyptian people like it burnt to death and it's chewy and it, and it tastes like a, a, a basically like a dog toy at that point <laughs> but i want to go i want to do what you're talking about and i want to try like maybe not medium rare that might be too much to just jump from well done to medium rare, medium's but it's pretty good. You I'll, should go, do that. I'll go medium, medium or me- medium well. See so how much it goes. Flavor, so you should not juice. do medium well. You should definitely do medium yeah. at minimum. I'll do, okay, I'll do medium. For yeah. more conversation on meat, check out last week's episode. <laughs> oh, we yeah, talked we about talked the about best meat. Yeah. Like, um, feels the best meat anyway. I'd like to move this conversation over to more drugs. I wanted to get to weeds <laughs> next because I understand that one is something that some Kush. Fu- we're some, talking about Kush. Some people here at the table have Mary Jane have a little bit more experience with. I'll just start quickly. I have only I've done weed. <laughs> I sound like a fucking sixty-year-old. I've, I've done. Weed. I sound like a six, I went from being like a seventy-year-old white guy talking about stuff to like a sixty-year-old lady being like uh, the Mary Jane. I've only done I've weed done like, weed like back two in the day. or three times. Yeah. One time I took like half a fuzzy peach and it was so small that i didn't even feel it and because i was like nervous and the reason i'm nervous about weed even though i would do it again is the very first time i did it i did it my 19th birthday when i was at school because like my buddy eric shout out eric and this other guy like uh, my buddy brian the two of them are like stoners (laughs) i say that lovingly and they 
were like, oh, for your 19th birthday, we'll like get a joint, whatever, and we'll do weed for your 19th birthday. And I did it with them, like probably a little bit heavier than I should have. And for the first like 30 minutes, because we went back to one of their dorm rooms and just for me, they put on Dark Side of the Moon, like, you know, the true stoner experience. And for like 30 minutes, I was like just sitting around like and thankfully I'm like a happy stoner like I am with booze where I'm like a happy drunk. And for the first 30 minutes, I totally got it. I totally understood why people like weed. I was just like sitting around laughing at shit like, you know, just chilled out, laid back like it was great. Then I proceeded to throw up for two hours straight, and I was like, I can't fucking stand this. And the worst part was, like, that same night, we were going across the street to the bar for my 19th, and we had, like, invited a bunch of people to do, like, just come out, hang out, and do, like, some drinking or whatever. Mm -hmm. And by the time we got to the bar, like, I was so, like, physically destroyed from throwing up for two hours that I had to, like put on like this brave face and like people were coming I'm like hey happy birthday matt i was like ah thanks and like on the inside i was like i want to go home and lie <laughs> down i'm dying but uh what, what what's what's, what's up wanna, with you guys in weed i want to actually comment on the particular experience patrick had oh my goodness where okay. where he believed everyone was speaking to him in french <laughs> when he was high <laughs> yeah that was my first time <laughs> oh my god i've had it exactly two times like you mm. That was my first time. I I, I can't participate because I've never done. I've never done. A, I've never done an edible. I've never smoked weed, so I don't know. No, I don't really think I've had any bad experiences. The only bad experience I've had is doing it with someone else, and they have a bad experience, which makes me have a bad experience. Mm. But other than that, I'm very happy and just kind of there. Yeah. When I'm out, I mean, it kind of depends on how much I take. When I take more, I'm very in the zone. I'm very laughy at everything. I'm very giggly. And when I don't when I don't take so much, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of just there. Like I'm basically still myself, but just like a little bit not there. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say with weed though, being around it for a while now, it is funny. It's funny to me watching other people get stoned, like because I think of the examples that jump out to me is I think of when we were at the cottage last summer yeah. and Patrick got stoned there, and like I, I, I have a picture of him. Oh and, my and god! He looks like he looks like a, he's like in the astral he plane. He looks gone, and it's hilarious. But like, that like was in when, the shadow realm. That was when oh we knew god. he was stoned because there was one point where like I think everybody else had like gone somewhere, and I think I was in the middle of setting up the fire because I was firemaster that one night. Yeah. And Patrick was sitting on the back balcony wearing like sunglasses or, or just whatever, sitting there. like just sitting like mellowing out in the sun. And I didn't know he was like that destroyed yet because I remember like yelling to him like from like way the hell down towards the back porch. I can't remember what I was yelling, but I was yelling at him to like either do something or I was just asking him. A you question. asked me to get the marshmallows, didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah, I might have asked him to get marshmallows or something. And he sort of just like sat there, like not really doing anything. And I forget if you like just like were like I can't hear you or if you like yelled something back. But I just like finally gave up. I was like, what the fuck is this problem? <laughs> and then, like later, like an, and then like a, like a half hour later when we did the fire and we're like doing the marshmallows and you like came down to the fire with everybody and then it like hit me of like oh that's why like he doesn't know what the fuck i'm saying because he can't hear me because he's like I, seeing god right now or whatever Patrick at the cottage i remember him sitting on the porch outside in the back and i walked by him and he was just looking at nothing just smiling <laughs> and, and then he saw me he goes hey he didn't look at me he just went hey and just kept you're looking, in my peripheral kept smiling vision. i was i just looked i was like who's he talking to that was a particularly crazy experience Bro, i don't it makes me feel uncomfortable to be around people who are like out of their mind like <laughs> oh. if, if you're like if you're going through something if you're just like seeing shit or you're like think you're like out of 
completely not and not like a, uh, if you're in a different place mentally yeah. and you're just not in this world i just <laughs> I, I don't know if i feel comfortable interacting with you personally i think Mark, you would, wrong. i think you would like it i really do think you would like it because you'd be so giggly you'd go crazy for food you'd go crazy for it <laughs> oh you'd my lo- god you would is... love everything you put in your mouth at that very second yeah but I, I can i can receive i can get to that point mentally without needing anything like i can i can laugh my ass off and, and die like you can't cry, like cry laughing and mean, enjoy food like, without it it's just like a different experience it's like a heightened experience it's something mm. like it's something Your i can't senses are like it's weird to, it's hard to describe it's so acute but like one one moment that does stick out is when we were playing smash at the cottage i know we talked about this at st louis but when we were playing smash at the winter cottage oh with liam gosh. i was so into, I was I've so never been in the so, zone. I've never been so into Smash. <laughs> Eyes locked, like they're completely dry. I knew every single move, and I don't know the moves in Smash. Yeah. I don't know how to play, but I knew how to play that night. And I, was, <laughs> and I was killing it with Kirby. I knew exactly what I was doing. I was following everyone around. It was crazy, and I was so into it, and I felt so good. And I went upstairs, and I was so tired. I just fell right asleep, but I wasn't asleep because my body felt like I knew I was asleep. But everything going on in my head, like it was just the weirdest experience. Like. A flower petal would turn into a caterpillar, and then it would keep going, and it would turn into this like weird those, maze of colors. It's like those AI mm-hmm. videos where like things morph into. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what mm-hmm. it was. I like mm-hmm. to imagine like Malcolm playing Smash like he's fucking Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. Um, but the other just quick weed story thing, or like being around people, I was gonna toss out, and then I have another segue for this. It was one time at when I was in college. Uh, this was like first or second year. Again, my buddy uh, Brian and a couple other guys. The three of them, we were at the bar in the school. And we were all hanging out, and the three of them left to go outside to go, like, smoke and then come back. And it's such a funny memory to me because the three of them each embodied, like, a different, like, stereotypical stoner. Where, like, my one buddy was just sort of sitting at the table, like, quiet, not saying anything. Like, just totally sitting there, clearly just mellowing out and, like, not paying attention to anything and just, like, having the time of his life. My second buddy just, like, could not stop giggling to himself. The whole time, just like all, you, like there'd be conversation happening at the table, and just like quietly, all you'd hear after the side is, <laughs> <laughs> and then my third buddy Brian was like the paranoid one, where like he wasn't saying anything, but if you looked at him, like his face would be kind of like mellow, like he wouldn't really have an expression. And I swear to God, it was like every ten seconds, his eyes would like open really mm. wide, and he would look like you know, like he left the fucking stove on, mm. and then he would sort of calm down again. And then it would fucking happen to him. Like, he just Jesus. kept going. Like, Did, he was, like, he's panicked like, he's or whatever. Like, he's, like, darting like someone's... Like, he killed someone and they're trying to find him. Exactly. Like, it was so, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, but That would um, be the fear to anyone who hasn't, like, tried it yet. If you, that's the kind of, like, like how, how it you hits get. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so the last thing I wanted to get in with drugs is, like, are there any drugs that you guys want, want to. to try mm. that you haven't done that you would want to maybe dip your toe into? Well, the only... Don't, you can go first. I can. I'll go first. I mean, I, again, I'm like I've I have no experiences other than like Tylenol or whatever. But um, <laughs> I'd say if I wanted to try one, it would be something that's just like completely psychedelic. Like mm. I'd want to try mushrooms or I probably just, yeah mushrooms. Mm. I'm I'm on the same page as Mark. I would want to go more psychedelic. I just like the way my mind goes crazy and I see mm. things and feel things that just aren't happening, and I just think it's it's just crazy. I will also. Uh, I was going to say I second that, but I can't. What do you say? I third that? Sure. And I'm going to fourth that. And Patrick's going to fourth that. Because I don't, I have absolutely zero Does that desire. mean we're all going to 
Have do a, shrooms have a session absolutely, absolutely not <laughs> i don't think I, I don't think all of us taking shrooms at the exact same time is a that good would, idea yeah that would be all of us idea. would be going insane in the basement yeah. or like, <laughs> Dude, I, I have to mention this I, I keep thinking about this it's like a, a quote from the office have you guys seen you guys, you guys have seen the office yeah. right yes it's like a quote from michael scott and he's giving like a lecture to someone i think because they caught some like caught they found a blunt on the floor in the parking lot and they're trying to figure out who it is yeah and he's interviewing someone like one of the workers there and he goes do you think that smoking drugs is cool? Do you think that doing alcohol is cool? <laughs> I've been thinking about that since you were like, my topic is drugs. Uh, what the hell was I saying? But yeah, like I have no desire to do similar to cigarettes where it's like, I don't need to poison myself with the shit. Like I have zero desire to do like anything like really hard, like cocaine or fucking heroin or like any of that shit. Like I have zero desire, especially cause it's all like chemicals. Like I have zero desire to do that. Something like mushrooms interests me because it's natural. It's natural, so I'm not as worried about it like, you know, fucking me up. The only thing is like I'm interested to do it and I would maybe try it one day cuz I hear people talk about it and like a lot of people come out of it with this sort of like you know, life altering like new way of looking at things kind of perspective. But then I also hear the stories of people like freaking out. Yeah, kind of that's thing. what scares the shit. And out what me. worries me is like I have such an active mind and like I got a lot of shit going on in my head. Like it's like I've told you guys where it's like, you know, a lot and like not most nights, but there are nights like I've gotten better with it over time. But there are nights where, you know, I'm in bed at twelve, but I'm not asleep till twelve forty five because I'm just staring at the ceiling with my head going like a mile a minute. And it's not even like bad shit. Like sometimes it's just, you know, good shit must but it kill, just must kill must kill yeah exactly it's like the murder <laughs> class. but it's like i just have like i have an impossible time turning my brain off and so the idea of like not Everything opening that magnified. door but like kicking that door open yeah. yeah and then like magnifying it and also throwing it into space on a unicorn down a rainbow like yeah. and seeing god like <laughs> it's like i don't know if i necessarily want that but at the same time there's like enough temptation and potentials for it to go right that i yeah. think it's something i would try one day just you know in a controlled way not anytime soon last thing we can say about this topic patrick you you kind of jog my memory a little bit but patrick and i were talking to one of our, our friends from church oh and uh he was telling us the story about this guy who's like i think he's a dealer right like yeah. i think he grows his own mushrooms and like acid tablets and all this weird shit lsd lsd yeah. like he, he basically had these like I think there's those little strips that you put on your tongue. Yeah. Mm. Kind of like to paper tabs. Yeah. yeah. And he had like an entire like. He said he had two tabs. Like he had like two full sheets full of tabs. Or oh, 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 that. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. And like they're activated by like heat or whatever. Like like the, your, your saliva and your like yeah. the warmth of your mouth, whatever melts it. Yeah. And so I, th- I think something happened where he got pulled over by the, a, a police officer <laughs> on his way to make a delivery or something. Or he was going off. to like a, uh, um, a Palooza or something. Sure. That's yeah. The, that was the story. And he, and he like panicked and put, he hid the two sheets like under his shirt or whatever. Oh no. And, and he's sweating like the whole time the cop is talking to him and his entire body absorbed two full sheets. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> no. and, and, and he's, and, and he said that this happened like two years ago, our friend and, and the guy's still messed up. <laughs> he never recovered. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what? He's still high? He's still walking around still like, seeing yeah. shit. that's like that, kind of sad, that but never I can't sh- help but laugh. His brain <laughs> is probably permanently damaged bro yeah, that's, he's that's, gonna be seeing shit the rest of his seen, life he's probably gonna die at 25 the rest of his life he's gonna see something in the corner of his eye forever <laughs> that's that's uh, rough man. but anyways so there you go smoke him if you got him sometimes I do <laughs> oh okay <laughs> And that's when I said, that's not a camel. That's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Patrick, you're, you're up. Take us away. Alrighty, boys. I want you to listen very carefully. We're listening. I'm listening. All right. We're trying something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to read you something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to show you guys the laptop. And you guys are going to have some decisions to make. Uh-uh. All right. Okay. What started out as a vacation cruise of the century has turned into a nightmare at sea. Your cruise ship sank. Oh and only the people in this room have survived this deadly fate. Mm. Currently, you are floating on a lifeboat lifeboat in the ocean. The boat is rapidly sinking and there are sharks surrounding your little boat. Search efforts have been called off and you are all near dehydration. Suddenly, you spot a tiny island in the distance. From the boat, you can see trees and a wild boar suggesting you may live after all, if you can make it to the island. Unfortunately, in order to make it to the island, half of you must be thrown overboard to make the boat lighter. Otherwise, the entire boat will sink and you'll all die. Choose who you're going to throw over. The majority vote wins, and you cannot change your mind after you've thrown someone out. Jesus. <laughs> Remember, you may never be rescued after you've already been presumed dead. Parents and children cannot be separated. You must take the children with the parents. The children do not count as additional people. Can you, okay? repeat, the, can you repeat that last part? Uh, from where? Uh, like about the, the parents' children. I don't think the children over. thing really matters, does it? Uh, yeah, so you must take the children with the parents. And vice about? versa. You're well, you're gonna have you're gonna have a list of people. It's yeah. I know I said people oh, in the room, but I like, there's a list of people. I thought you meant us. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant us. Yeah. So I was about so, to be like, shit. I gotta so, kill two so of you. So who's guys? on the, who's on the list? You're giving us. Yeah, list? I'm gonna give you the list right now. Okay. Right, here we go. Okay. Copy paste. So we can only save half the people. Yes. I'm gonna go right away, and I already know who I'm gonna say. Okay. So you guys, I'm gonna give you guys the list. I have the list of names here in front of me as well. And you guys can systematically tell me who you're going to. Matt, you want to put it down here? Can I, should I yeah. read this list out? or what? Put, it, put it in view for Mark and Malcolm to see as well, so you guys can all <laughs> deliberate. So, so you guys can... Yeah. is... So our people are William, a man who is 65. He is a doctor. He is diabetic, carrying a black bag. Thrown over. <laughs> Safra, who is a 62-year-old woman who is a veterina- veterinarian. There's, tw- there's 20 over. there's 22 people by the way and also you need 22? to keep in mind you need to keep in mind so half of them need to be thrown off so you keep 11 people. Okay. And you're trying to survive on this island. Yeah. Okay. We don't so need who's... a vegetarian. She's old. Oh, okay. So you guys can make your decisions accordingly. Jack is a 60 or 59-year-old farmer with high blood pressure and his great-grandson. He's great. So we have to take the great-grandson. Yeah, but he doesn't count as an dish. He doesn't count as like part of the Shaniqua is a 50-year-old woman who is a homemaker and good health. Such a racist name, dude. I mean, you couldn't have gone with anything else. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Why do you think that? It's like the creators were like, what's a common black woman name? Oh, my (laughs) my God. That's what they did. I don't know what to tell you. Ted, who is a 40-year-old man who's a cop recovering alcohol. Alcoholic. Yikes. No thanks. Roy is a 44-year-old man. He is a hunter, has a gun, <laughs> is sterile. He has a Let's gun, go. No, So, yeah, if you're going to survive on this island, do you want to reproduce? I mean, there's I other men, Yeah, right? there's 11 people. I mean, he can he can shoot. He can do the shooting uh, only with a gun. <laughs> yeah. He can do the shooting. Not, not I mean, does, not just because he's sterile doesn't mean he can't feel pleasure. That's right. <laughs> Love Island, This is going to be Pleasure Love Island, baby. Island. <laughs> Nancy is a 45-year-old woman who is a nurse, and her son that is developmentally challenged. You know what would be good? If, Bye-bye. You know what would be good? If you put up the list <laughs> on for the people to see, yeah, and then they can make their own decisions sure. if they want. Can you repeat, Nancy? Nancy is a 45-year-old woman. She's a nurse, and she's with a son that is developmentally challenged. No, you later. Yeah. 
Simon <laughs> is a 38-year-old man who is a navigator for the Canadian Armed Forces. He is homosexual. Let's oh, go, my, that's Simon. Listed. Uh, Trisha is female, 32. In her last year of med school, she is HIV positive. Yikes. Bye-bye. Oh. You're there. Oh. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Father John is a 36-year-old priest in good physical health. You religious. There's no, there's no little kid with him? No. <laughs> Topical. Uh, Elizabeth is a 31-year-old teacher and her adopted daughter with severe asthma. Oh, come on now. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? Have you guys Steven, made any decisions yet? I don't understand. I'm, start, I'm starting We're to calculate things oh, in my okay, head. Okay. Steven is a 27-year-old man who is an architect, a paraplegic, and ah. his two-year-old daughter. Uh, Jill is a female 29-year-old counselor, has breast cancer. Yep. Useless. <laughs> Whoa! Bro, she not, not only does she have cancer, she's a, a fucking counselor. <laughs> Ashley is a 25-year-old woman who is a fashion consultant and has mild schizophrenia. Who, who would keep her, bro? <laughs> Mike. Who, would, who would keep someone with schizophrenia? You've got a lot of opinions, right? Oh my goodness, who would keep someone with schizophrenia? If you're trying to be logical here, how are you going to survive with someone who has intense hallucinations all the time? People, people are talking to her in her head. <laughs> yeah. Mike is a 19-year-old man who is a student with high IQ, a heavy smoker, and charged with child molestation. Welcome aboard. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jess is a female she is 17 she's a student she is pregnant and a drug addict see that, you later that poor kid uh matthew is 39 <laughs> matthew is 39 he is a fisherman he suffers with depression teach a man to fish petra is a 35 year old woman with uh who is seven months months pregnant with twins very high risk pregnancy now what do they mean by very high risk meaning she's probably like, gonna die gonna tiniest die. bit yeah, of cum so. oh. jesus oh, wow <laughs> that's not what they meant oh my what god what is wrong with you just the, the most minuscule drop will get her pregnant oh my god oh my god anybody any amount Jesus. <laughs> Raj. Uh, hey, baby, how much? Raj is a 30 year old man who is a scientist who doesn't speak any english that's not gonna work uh, Victoria is a 12-year-old girl who lost her parents in the shipwreck. Uh, Luke, wah, wah. mourn with the sharks. <laughs> Luke is. Did you, did you just say want want? <laughs> that, that, that news clip is great. <laughs> when the guy's talking, he's like, "There are people who are hurting or whatever the fuck." No, no, he's he, going he says, on like, about. he says, like, he talks about a specific. It's like this this kid has Down syndrome and his parents died in a fire. Want want? Yeah, and the other guy. In the, did you just the, say want want? The other guy in the show goes want want, and the guy so like true. keeps we going. Two more. Like, we two more. And then yeah, he tries to. Uh, where were we? Victoria, who yeah, lost her parents. Luke. Is a 25 year old man. He is a lumberjack. Uh, he injured his back in the shipwreck. He'll recover. And last but not least, does this go on anymore? Or is this, no, this one? Sue Young is the last one. Sue Young is the last person. She is a 28 year old woman who is a psychologist, lesbian, good physical health. Yeah. yeah. We, we should do, put timestamps between when you started reading the names and the end do we, of the Do we all have names. to agree on our 11? You guys are doing it together. It's just you're not, you're not, not individuals. Doing it? I'm not doing it together. Why not? Um, You'll tell us after? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Okay, I'll do it with you guys. What the hell's wrong with me? So yeah. majority, right? So majority, three, yeah. So and and agree. once we decide to kick someone out, we they they're done. They're yeah. out. They're dead. Okay. Why? That's the rules. We can't go wanna, back. You can't go back. So make your decisions wisely. So you have to go down start. the list and just if they're out, they're out. I don't want to. Well, start you don't with... have to start in any order. You can start in the middle of the list. But my point is, if you say like Jill is out, we can't go back and say she's in. Here's what we're gonna do. Well, then we just have to figure out who we want to keep. Yeah, no. Here's what we're gonna. I think this is the easiest way to do it. The easiest way to do it is to. Like first of all, start with who we definitely don't want. 
But I would rather start I wanna, with who I we want start because with if we get rid of, of people list, and they get... I want to start with the top of the list and go like maybes and get rid of and then go through it again. But I feel like there's some that are obvious we're never going to want. Sure, even but if, it's just if we start getting rid of people, then apparently according to Patrick rules, we've burned we them. Okay, so do you want? So do, so do we want to approach it with who we want really bad? Yeah, like I would we, come we up with the, like the eleven we want, and okay. then go from there. So starting at the top, William the doctor is definitely a candidate. Okay. I was gonna, I would say that, but at the same time, he is a doctor. But I may. Are you saying a candidate to get kicked out of there? No, no, no. I'm saying the Keat. Mm, I would, I would agree, but he's. He's also old, and we do have a nurse. And we have a last-year med student, final-year med student, so but yeah, also but they don't have experience. But, but they they, they, they need the doctor to teach them. Know, but they probably use ChatGPT chat or whatever, so I mean... I don't oh, know oh. Which one was the med student? Can we say maybe? Can we, can we come back to William? Sure, we'll come back to William. Sure, but I think he's up there. I think the right under him, Safra, the vet, veterinarian, is in a similar camp where obviously it's animals, not people, but just like that knowledge of like mm-hmm. that some oh, knowledge because, of medicines. But even for animals, like if we want to like raise the sure. boars or whatever. Oh, for sure. Also, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like with animals, like if them. you had animals that you wanted to take care of, I think she's yeah. up I'm gonna, there. I'm gonna, William, up there, so, up there. So Jack is up next. He's a male. He's 59. He's a farmer. That's big. To me, far- being a farmer Farmer's is big. Farmer's huge. For, yes. In terms of like crops and whatever else you need to, like, he, maybe he can help grow grow yeah. vegetables or whatever he'd yeah. be fantastic he's a great grandson i mean young young children are definitely important for if we're trying to if rebuild we're trying our, to make a civilization sure. yes i think the high blood pressure sucks the only other thing that sucks is now they don't give ex- like ages for the if these people have kids but with jack it says he's 59 and he's a great grandson it's like not a, a grandson it's like a 12 year old no but great grandson so they have That's to a be generation like, removed like a baby yeah, like I'm saying, they have to be yeah. a baby. Because mm, okay. if, so it was he, his, if he, he was 60 and he had a grandkid, you could be like, he, oh, the grandkid's maybe like 10. Mm, but if he's 60. How's he have a great grand? How's he yeah. great grandpa? Exactly. 59? Like, That's so crazy. They all, the somebody along the way had like kids really when young. They were 13. So he's I don't, probably got like, at best, like a two or three year old. Yeah. I don't mean to jump here, but Ashley's out. She has to Who? Ashley. Where's Ashley? The female who is a fashion consultant with oh, schizophrenia. Yeah. Yes, get rid of Ashley. Right. Okay, if, that's I, 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 so this is what I was doing. Can, this is what I was doing. I was. Uh, this is why I want to do it like that. Because for me, it's like I've crossed her name off. We've for all sure. Agreed. Okay, here's what here's what we all have to we also have to do this right. We have to take away. Um, I mean, you guys can have a discussion about this if you want. Jess is 17, is a student, is pregnant, and a drug addict. She's out of there. That's mm. what I think. Do we want to keep that around? Because we have other, we have other girl, we have for other women now, that could. Yes. You want to keep her around for now? Well, yes. I'm saying no. Because we need progeny for the future. I'm saying no. Okay. We'll, we'll let's just put a. Put we'll a put pin a pin in it. it. We'll put a pin in it. Shanique was next. The 50 year old homemaker in good health. Can I ask a question? What is a homemaker? Like she's like, like she, she builds homes. homes? No homemaker. Like oh, she plans maybe. homes. It could go either way. Like, like it architect? could literally be like somebody who builds stuff, but it could also be like in a the planner. metaphorical sense of like I'm a homemaker. Like Honestly, I, you know, maybe she goes to Ghana every summer and builds homes. No, um, it could I, go probably, either way. Let's keep her for now. For now, I would say keep her because good health is important, and the fact that she's a woman, like again, because in my mind, if we're doing, if we can only take eleven, we want to yeah. get as close to like a five-six split of men and women. Mm, for like that's a good point. the sake of like actually keeping our new island yeah. society going yeah. for for Ted personally honestly I don't think we need him well here's the thing uh, to me he seems like a he, he's rec- he's a recovering alcoholic which is shows promise for like his character he's a police officer so I would say it seems like he, I mean you can't you can't judge because everyone's different but it seems like based on that very small description he seems pretty um what do you call it Dis- disciplined maybe mm-hmm. he, maybe he can be like a, a a rock for our people I don't know potentially. Um, I think Roy is a must-have. The forty-four-year-old yeah. hunter with the gun. Oh Adam, yeah. Adam. Even though he's sterile, like that's not 
we're working with numbers as small as five and six potentially for splitting it amongst genders so i could care less if one of the like six men or five men is fucking you know shooting blanks as long as his gun is not shooting blanks and he's catching us fucking food we're good i think we need nancy well here's the thing here's what i was going to ask nancy is a female she's 45 she's a nurse and she has a son that's developmentally challenged here's what i'm going to say about nancy she's seemingly obviously her biggest pro is that she's a nurse Right, but there's also other people on here who are like health professionals, mm-hmm. such as William, who's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Do we value that more? Because if we're gonna have to pick between them two, I'd I'd probably lean towards William because I feel like a doctor would have, or, or maybe maybe a nurse has more practical experience sometimes over a doctor. I feel like the I doctor could both. pass on to Nancy the experience he has, and then once he passes, which is inevitably gonna happen very soon. Yeah, I know. Can... I think that I think what's true is that William needs to mentor the med school student. The last he's in his final. Which one is that? The final year of but med why? School. But why? But why can't why can't he why can't he mentor Nancy? Because Nancy nurse? doesn't have the practical. Nancy doesn't have the backing of medical school. That's fair. Yeah, we'll get to why Mike's gonna go after. But um, <laughs> wait, Mike is not. Staying? He's the child molester. Oh, oh, oh. can we just agree wait, that he's wait, elf wait. now? High IQ though. Wow. Anyways, we'll get there. But so I think Nancy is another. I want to jump to Mike and just kick him off. Let's get Mike out of here. Can we uh, kick him off? Are we are we no. really gonna put a pin in a child molester? Yes. We're gonna for put now. We what are, are you talking about? Yes. Dude. I don't want him and I think we're going to get rid of him. I just because the rules are as soon as you say they have to go, you can't get back to them. I would rather pick eleven and make sure of it than start knocking. But we know we're not gonna take a child molester. But we know we're not the rule is the rule that if let's say we pick eleven, we can change them after, but we can't kick people out and change it. You can't kick yeah, Ashley's gone forever now. Okay, cool. Yeah, so let's take Mike out forever because I like we don't want a child molester. I agree. Okay, sure. I agree. Um, I, know, I know, Maddie, you would love to have him there. But. <laughs> so, Nancy, I think, is another must uh, because wait, 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 the we're, female nurse. Wait, wait, thing. Are, we, are we picking her or are we just waiting? for? I mean, we'll put a pin in it, but in terms of like the people we've gone through so far that are musts, I would throw her in that list. The son that's developmentally challenged is interesting. It doesn't say to what degree that her son is developmentally yeah, challenged. And like, not to be like, you know, like cold or disrespectful in any way with it, but it's like a thing where it's like they could be mildly developmentally challenged with ADHD or something yeah which like doesn't affect like that's not something that like would require more resources to help that person yes or it could be something like way more extreme which would require resources to help that person yes which I think is a gamble ultimately worth taking because even if that doesn't pan out I think again having this nurse lady is Mm -hmm. important and again having another woman on there for the Can sake of like sorry to keep jumping in with the you know kicking people out here but petra has to go petra's a petra. female 35 seven months pregnant with twins high very very high risk pregnancy we're like we need 11 I, people and we're I not tend, gonna bank on you know, a t- high risk pregnancy I, I tend to agree we can we can bring other females on board that are able to have kids and who are like who are also not high risk because you fart oh my god that was a lot every fart. episode <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, so we agree that petra's out i agree that petra's um, out. very I high risk get back to it um, what is what is your hang up on Petra? I agree that Petra's out, so now it doesn't matter. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Oh, that's right. Majority rules. Petra's sure, out. Sure, but I get, I don't get what you guys are okay, doing. Just here. just to play devil's advocate, what argument would you make for Petra? Right now, I don't know, but my thing is like, if we had like ten people and we needed to fill a spot, then she might be worth filling a spot with. And that's she's my gone. Point now. of like, I would rather she's just she's do been it. eaten by sharks. Well, you guys are dumbasses. Okay, <laughs> can we talk about can we talk about Raj who doesn't speak any let's English? Go, let's just go. Let's just go in order. Um, <laughs> Wait, Raj doesn't speak. He any doesn't English? speak any English. We'll get to Raj. Simon, the Canadian Armed Forces navigator. Oh, I think in, in. absolutely is in. important. I, 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 in, in my right opinion, away. I think him 
between him and the police officer, he should be chosen over the police over officer. Over the police officer. Yeah, to get rid of the police officer. Because he has no downside. 100%. And even like, so on here it has him written down as being gay, which I guess like oh. the reason of doing that is like... <laughs> oh. What? Just, just for reproducing. Oh, okay. but, we, but we have 11 people. Five of them are probably going to But I was going to say yeah, it need, doesn't we, matter because yeah. I get that that's thrown in there to be like, oh, he's gay though, so he's not going to like procreate. But it's like, yeah. well, we don't... Make it's him. like just have him like yeah just why can't we, yeah why can't we procreate with but him? It's, have him nut in a fucking leaf and then like why can't we have him nut in a woman sure he wouldn't, could. He wouldn't want that maybe he but, would just but like tough we'll, it out. Patrick, the we'll same way you don't want to the... put the same way you don't want to put your dick in someone's butt right now no I get that no one hundred percent I get it but if it was like do or die. our society yes. rides on this buddy you would yes. you would put your dick in someone's butt if our society rode on it okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're saying so we're, so, we're, so, we're saying, so we're saying that Simon the homosexuals in. Okay, I think and we're saying Jack strong the officers out. Wait, well, wait, wait, we'll wait, get wait, there, wait, wait. but okay. So Simon's a strong contender. I would say if we if we put William, who's diabetic, like right in, I think we got to put Simon right in. Like, are we gonna are we checking him on or what? Simon is definitely yeah. He's like definitely one of the strongest ones with William and. But we gotta start marking Nancy. these because we're gonna forget. I'm marking. Okay. And then after him, we have Trisha, who is the 32-year-old woman in her last year of med school, but she is HIV positive. If we do that, our society is doomed. Well, do what? A a part of our society is going to be doomed if she's reproducing children. HIV positive girl. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? That Trisha. Because then all all those children are now going to have HIV. Well, the thing is, see, here's something where it gets interesting. Where it's like she's an example of somebody that we maybe wouldn't want having kids to like for the sake of procreating but she's a medical she's in her last year of med yeah. school she's so the future combine, of our medical society if you combine her with william and nancy the three of them right there make up like our here's, entire yeah. med team and they, qu- can ch- and they can teach people here's my question this is a stupid this might be a really stupid question i don't know much about uh, hiv aids but without medicine wouldn't she die at some point mm, i don't know it definitely puts her that, at a higher could risk to isn't that oh yeah her immune yeah. system's gonna be garbage isn't, on isn't the that, island bro, isn't that what happened to it's not happened with freddie mercury he just he died because of aids and then the medicine wasn't. It, al- it also happened to easy e mm, it, it weakens your immune system we got to throw her off it's definitely that's the thing where it's a hang-up but again it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of like the great grandson or the developmentally challenged thing with the other people where it's one of those things that like i would maybe be willing to roll the dice let's come back to it let's yeah, let's pause, pause on her yeah. for now uh father john the priest in good physical health here's, here's the here, thing can i say something about him please i'm not i'm not someone who you know i don't know I, say what you will about religion and, and belief and that sort of stuff okay I think we shouldn't throw him out right away just because you never know how much he could help the kind of community feel of things in terms of like if people need someone that they could confide in or someone that, you know, I don't know. Maybe we keep him for now unless you guys. I like, think so. I'm, I think I'm, get I'm, that. I'm I don't want to like pin him as somebody who needs to be there yet, but I think no. he's worth keeping for now. Definitely not. My sure. only question is because I don't want God on this island. No, but my real <laughs> answer is like, is he somebody that because the chips are down, could we go to him and be like, hey, the whole celibacy thing. Maybe drop that because we need like people to reproduce. I think that I think the desperation. I think a man like that is going to easily fold. I I think I think he's not entirely useful though because I feel like he's in good. Just because he's a father, like, doesn't mean like any one of these other people has a good religious basis. You know what I mean? Just because they're not like a priest or anything. Well, we'll also get to it at the end. But to Mark's point about being somebody that you can talk to, that's why I think Su Young way at the bottom, the psychologist, is like also in good health. 
is worth oh keeping. and yeah and, and also she's, not, she's, from, she's, from a, she's from a scientific perspective as yeah. well yeah. yeah as opposed to like the more theological thing so yes, i think father john young. can stay but like for now whatever okay. you're, you're on tonight um, you're on mighty tonight elizabeth elizabeth the teacher and her adopted daughter with asthma i oh, think i want to know what she teaches well, I'm, I, I don't know. I think Elizabeth is worth m at least noting for now because she is a like 31 year old woman with no f like physical downsides. So it's like she's like not to asthma. But her kid, her, asthma. her kid has asthma, so severe that might mean that, asthma. that mean that might mean that it's genetic, and then her future kids will also have severe asthma, which is going to be a problem. <laughs> Potentially, on the I guess that's another one of those dice roll things. And she also adds a kid, like yes. another kid, to the. We can, pool, which we can, would be interesting. We can put a pin in her, but let's go on to Elizabeth, who's 31. I'm sorry, who's Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, the architect who is a paraplegic for, and his two-year-old daughter. For me? The out. Out. For, no, wait, 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 <laughs> hear me out. For me, it's between Stephen and the homemaker because mm. one's an architect, one's just a homemaker. And the thing is, Stephen's paraplegic. That's rough. He can't do much. He's yeah. on an island. There's going to be sand, wheelchair on the sands. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, not going to work. He's out. He's got to be out. Sorry, his two-year-old son, throw him under the bus. Yeah, the well, he, the, well, yeah, he goes with the... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to toss Steven out right this second, but he's definitely not like... Let's take a vote. He's not a contender. Why do you want to get rid of people? It makes no sense. Because there's no way we're taking him. Okay, but the entire point of doing this, the best way to do this is to keep everybody and come up with your core and then start we have our, getting I think we have our core ready, and I'm going to uh, put a motion to... Knock out Steven. Getting rid of people, <laughs> it doesn't benefit us at all. Who's with someone, me? Can someone look up what a homemaker is? I'm not comfortable knocking out Steven quite yet. Really? I'm, also, I'm also not comfortable. Wow. Okay. Because he's an architect. He can build these crazy structures, build nice he can houses design for everybody. Them. He can't yeah. build them. Okay, he can design them. them. Yeah, but we have them for Shaniqua, who's a homemaker. Bro, Why would we need an architect? Wait, we don't wait, even wait, have... Wait, wait, like, wait, 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 yeah. wait. As long as we have able-bodied people, an architect might be useful for planning structures, and then someone can build. Okay. You never know. Maybe. Jill, the... 29-year-old counselor get with breast here. cancer. Okay. I think, again, here. when we get out to the here. psychologist, I think that's going to be better. Maddie, you know why, though? Because Jill, the pro for me, obviously is not the breast cancer. The pro is that she's a counselor. But that's not pro enough. Then you go to Sue Young, who's a psychologist, psychologist, baby. That's like a higher level of counseling. That's what I was saying. I think Sue Young's better than her. But okay, again, then why would we even consider her if it's like there's no other pros? So we have four it, dead people Again, so it far. literally Perfect. does not benefit us at all to start eliminating people. I don't know how much clearer I can make that. <laughs> it, benefits our, it benefits our time. Well, we'll blow through this a little quickly here. Uh, Ashley, 25, female, fashion, fashion consultant. with a schizophrenic. Well, we already got rid of her. Yeah, yeah she's on. dead. Mike, we already got rid of. Yep. Jess. Um, Jess. Pregnant drug addict. Bye. Student. Bye bye. Skip. I would, <laughs> what, what? I would what skip reason? her for now. I, I motioned I, to get her out. I, I motioned <laughs> to kick her right out. Just wait. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are idiots. You realize now taking her out of the equation yeah. means we're basically at a point where we have a population that is all like we have around middle-aged people and like maybe a couple wait, wait, children. Wait, wait, wait. And we wait, have wait, wait, no wait. like middle ground wait, wait, wait. between. How them. many? How many people do we have picked so we far? Ha we have at least in the have running. Two, three, four. We have five dead, and that means twenty-two minus five in the running. Okay, so there's still plenty of options, and I'm sure there's still young girls in there. <laughs> it's, but I'm not saying young girls. I'm just saying young people. So we're we have yeah, some we'll find, sort we're of like middle generation. We've already got years. rid of Mike, who is 19. Jess now, who's 17. Okay, but a lot of these people that we've picked have kids and have like teenage son like you so know, they can kids. okay, but this is what I'm saying. The great grandson is a baby. Yeah. If we keep the developmentally challenged son, that doesn't give us an age. And again, depending sure. on how yeah. developmentally challenged they are, 
takes them in and out of the equation. Yeah. We haven't settled on Elizabeth yet, but she's got the adopted daughter with a severe asthma, which again doesn't. No, no thanks. That's not. That's not terrible. Age. I think Jess, who is gonna, who's already out, could potentially have withdrawals and go crazy. Well, she's also sure. like she's also like a, I don't know, she's she's a drug addict. So yeah. She's gonna be like yeah with not reliable. Yeah. Matthew, right. the fisherman with depression, I think is another one to mark down yeah, as we're yeah. having yeah. because you Catching want fish. somebody with that. Fish, and baby. depression, we're about to get to a psychologist. We so have nine people marked down now, by the way. That's okay. So we have two more. Tech- I mean, we haven't picked them officially. We haven't picked them officially. Petra, the seven-month pregnant woman. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Raj, the 30-year-old scientist who doesn't speak Goodbye. any English, <laughs> is God. worth hanging on to I'd say so for now. now. Why? He's a scientist. Who's gonna who's gonna tell who's gonna tell stuff about stuff about? Okay, so fe- so Victoria is twelve. She's a female, and she's lost her parents in the shipwreck. Now, if wanna, now if we wanted young people to keep, okay, around, we can keep Victoria for now. For now, yes. Luke is the lumberjack with the injured back. Again, Ooh. it's a question of how injured, but I would say can we he, want can we re- him. Can we be? Can he be re- rehabilitated? Is the question. Yeah, I that's the so. thing. Like, is it somebody that can be helped? So, and then and Sue Young, young we said psychologist. I think and, we want. And again, okay. it and says she's young she's, too. It says she's a lesbian, which again I get that that's thrown in there to like be like oh yeah. blah blah blah. But it's like we could easily be like, you know, your father, daughter. father, like, it could ar- be mother, a, our children. It could be an in vitro thing of like we're no, gonna, no we can't gonna... do any in vitro thing on an island. You could do like a we're on an island and we're doing the best we can version of an in vitro. <laughs> so make them fuck. No, it doesn't have to be that. Like put it on a stick with a toilet paper on the end of okay. the toilet. <laughs> My goodness. Fuck me silly. Okay, so to wrap this up here, going through the list, let me just so how many do we rattle have off. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven marked down. We have eleven marked. Shaniqua, we didn't. So Shaniqua, we didn't throw off, but we didn't mark her down, so, so she's dead. Right. William. Hold on, William. We want to keep the doctor. Definitely. Okay, with Patrick, can you start, start so confirming them? So here are the them. people we want to keep. We marked down. William. Can you can right. you start can you start confirming them as we go? So William, we're definitely keeping. I think William is a must. Okay, so, okay, so star him or something. He's checked off. Okay. So William. Safra is marked down. Okay. Do we want her? Keep going. Jack is marked down. Maybe step farmer, away from the mic just a little bit. Farmer, I would check that for sure. Okay, we're checked I'd Jack. So. so we have two guys so far. Sure. Okay, I'm going to do male, female. So we have two males. Um, we check, uh, we marked down Roy. The hunter, must. yes. Absolute I think that's must. another must. Okay, so that's three males. Nancy, we marked. Uh, Nurse, must, for yes. sure. That's okay. another must, and that's five. She has now, a son right? as well. She has a child as well, and she has a child. Cool. That's five. Simon. They so we're at we're at four checked off. We didn't we didn't check off Safra. Oh right. How yeah, many yeah. do we have to keep again? Eleven. Okay. So let's just let's just skip Safra Safra for now. Okay. Simon. We also checked off. Simon is the navigator. He's yes, the Canadian Armed Forces navigator. Force okay. Yeah. So we're at four males right now. Okay. Uh, Father John, we can kick off. I think. Kick off. Yeah. He, he's he's marked. Skip past him for now, but yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, Elizabeth. We also Elizabeth. Marked, we didn't mark her. Okay, we didn't mark her. Oh, uh, we marked uh, Matthew though. Matthew's the next Matthew, one we marked. The fisherman, yeah. yes, I think is another that's must. A, that's a big one for okay, sure. Okay, so that's five males. We're almost half males. Okay. Wait, wait, are we sure about the fisherman? I think I'm oh, sure about him. Oh, we're on an we're island. Sure. We okay, gotta be sure enough. about the fisherman. Um, and then we marked Victoria. Victoria, who parents, is we can she's, she's, she's a twelve-year-old girl. Her. For I now, leave her. her, and then what? Sue Young and Sue Young. Confirm Sue Young. Luke and Sue Young. I'd say confirm Sue Young. Sue Young for sure. Okay. Luke, Luke, we can leave for now because it depends on whether his back is. So we're at how many people? So we're at five plus two. We're at seven people total. Five of which are male, two of which are female. So we gotta add some. So we gotta add some ladies. So in terms of adding ladies, did we add the little girl? We didn't do Safra yet. I would add Safra, the veterinarian. Have we added? Yeah, I do that. Have we we added the girl, the twelve-year-old? 
Victoria? Victoria, we haven't added yet. I, I, we we should probably add her, right? Add her, yes. Because there's no negatives with and this. Is, I mean, she's just like she's growing up. She's a little kid. Yeah. Just nothing else other than her parents are long. Okay, so I've added Victoria. So, so we're at five at and nine. four. That puts us at nine. So we got two more picks. So we have two. What more. are the other people that we've considered but we haven't checked off yet? Uh, Luke. The I'm gonna Jack. I'm gonna say probably not. Uh, Shaniqua, we never marked. Shaniqua, right. female, fifty homeworker, homewrecker, homemaker. Ted, we never marked. A cop. Um, Can it, are you guys? Are you guys? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Ted. Did we get rid of Trisha? We didn't yet. Who's the HIV one? But the med school. I would put Trish we, on there maybe as our tenth because I think her again, like her, the doctor and the nurse, the three of them, I think give us a like strong we, medical we, presence. Fair enough. Are, are we comfortable saying that Ted's probably not making the cut? Yeah, I don't think Ted. Okay, yeah. Ted's dead. Especially when we've got the other Canadian Armed Forces guy. But yeah, I would toss out uh, Trisha as a, another one. As I'm not tenth. entirely comfortable with that because well, we have Sue Young, who's mm-hmm. the lesbian. Are we at nine right now? We have Victoria. We're at nine right now. We have mm-hmm. Victoria, who's a child right now. We mm-hmm. have um, Nancy. Read me Nancy. She's the nurse. 45-year-old nurse. Okay, so she's past child-rearing age. That's, I mean, that's three. a kid. 45, you can, like, it is going to be very, like almost impossible. People have kids in their 40s all the time. Early 40s. All the time, Maddie. There are, I giant group of people that have kids when they're in their 40s there's not there's not a and later there are people who have kids in their 50s what are we talking about females can't have children forever they the cutoff is like like, cutoff is roughly mid-30s you're getting to late 30s that you're you're done talking about like the ability to do it like the like best prime time but the ability to still have kids carries on it's possible for I've heard people having kids in their 50s but that's extremely rare 40s is probably a little bit more likely they also often come up with problems Oh, I don't know about that. We're, t- we're talking 40s, 50s is going to be rare, and also it's going to be risky. Sure, but it's not impossible. Okay. Okay, so we got two, we got two more picks here. What are, what are our well, options? Well, Trisha, oh, but she's the HIV we have, one. Uh, what are our options that are not dead already that we, you know? Uh, we have Luke, Shaniqua. I'm not comfortable with Luke. I mean, injured back. I'm okay we're getting have, rid of Shaniqua. Oh, wow. Wait, let's just... Let's What's Shaniqua the, again? The, the, the homemaker. homemaker. With good and good health. I think I think she's that 50, since though. we have an architect, that I'd be comfortable getting rid of her, especially because and we she's have older especially because we have people in good health. And she's old. They can build the houses. Did we take Stephen? We we uh, Stephen, the architect, with the two. We didn't daughter take him yet. And the paraplegic. We didn't take him yet. And we're at nine. We're at nine. So that would that would make six men, and that would, that would only make leave, six room, men, yeah. leave room for five women. Did we take Elizabeth yet? We we did not. Did not take Elizabeth. She's a teacher. Well, Elizabeth, yeah. then, to me, is a prime candidate, too, because she's 31. Okay. So in terms of, like, you know, repopulating this place. And a daughter with severe asthma. And the daughter. Okay, I'm in with Elizabeth. And so she's five a and teacher, five. so the kids we do have, you'll be able to kind of have her, like, at least, like, oversee them a bit. That's fair. Okay. She can be like a, she's going to be like a guardian. So person. I would throw Elizabeth yeah. in there for, what is that, right, 10? One yeah, more we got one more. What are, our last, what are our options, Patrick? Luke, Raj... Father John. I'm saying Trisha. So let's kick out Father John, right? Probably. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with getting rid of Father John. I'm okay. With and that I think too. Raj is a tough one. Well, because you can't communicate with everybody. Anybody. I think Raj is also a tough one. He's smart, but he can, but he can't. And and we don't need it at this point. We don't need a fucking like theoretical scientist. Like we have nurses, doctors. Like we yeah. don't need someone who's like. A, I'm oh, good to kick Raj out. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Okay. And also, so now we have Luke, and Shaniqua. Or Shaniqua out. Shaniqua out. How many, no, we how many women here. do we have currently? We have five. 
five women. Five and five. I'm five getting ready Who are Nipah. five women again? Our five Safra. women are Safra, Nancy, right. Elizabeth, right. Victoria, Su Young. Su Young is oh, Su Young's twenty eight too. So that's also mm, good. There you go. Um, we don't have to pick another woman if we don't want to. Because also a lot of these. Because it's either gonna, it's either going to be a man or a woman. We're we're split fifty fifty right Shaniqua? now. So. Okay, so what are our so options? Can you name with a homemaker. Yep. Luke the lumberjack. Trisha the HIV, AIDS. <laughs> the <laughs> HIV. Stephen. Father John. Stephen's Personally, I would lean towards either Trisha, Stephen, and then maybe Luke like. Third, I'm going. Say. I'm going. St- Stephen or I'm Trisha? going. I'm going. Stephen. I think. Stephen or Trisha. Architect <laughs> with the two-year-old daughter. I'm going. Stephen. I'm going. Stephen. I'll go. Stephen with that. Sure. Okay. So that's our eleven. That's our eleven. There we go. Look at that. Whoa, okay. We're Thirty-four minutes into this. Was My God. I wanted to. to I, I wanted to get into something else with this, but there's no time. Oh. Yeah. Well, what did you want to get into quickly? We can maybe squeeze it. Well, in. It's a, I want to. Episode. Who cares? I wanted to sort of highlight. Um, sort of this activity to me kind of sort of brings out a grim realization that like the statement that are all lives equal is not necessarily it's like are all lives equal what do you guys think are all lives equally valuable like in a general sense yes but yeah. in a situation like this where it's like all survival. right chips are down survival like not of the fittest yeah but it's like survival is paramount then it's like it, yeah, it is a grim thing, but it's like that's when you start doing the like mental gymnastics of like, mm. all right, well, you know, do we really need like a fashion designer? Do we really need like a yeah. fashion designer or do we really need somebody with like, you know, cancer who like we're not going to have the resources to like give them medicine or deal with that? It's like bum that, us out. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like at that point, they're just, you know, not like they can't contribute, let's say, in a way. Yeah. Whereas think- it's like in everyday life, the hunter with a gun. Not it's like not very great. That like in everyday life, it's like it's nothing against that guy. It's like you know they're not better or worse than anybody else. They're just you know yeah. with everybody else. But then when it becomes suddenly a, like okay, do or die, now. All it's the, like, and, well you want them now. And also like what we're kind of talking about it. It depends on the context of the situation. Like if, exactly. we're, if we're talking about like oh who's are all lives equal when it comes to like living in a modern day busy city? It's like. The hunter guy would probably be like on the lower end, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like a survival situation, he'd be like top. Yeah. So it definitely yeah, it depends on the situation. Yeah, but. and that's what it sort of made me think about that. It's like, like when we were when we were kids, we were taught, oh yeah, all lives are equal, everyone's equal. But it's like the unfortunate reality is that it's context dependent on sort of what what the situation is. Like for example, this situation. Yeah. It's those who are like competent. Who can have, you know give us the best chance for a survival? Wider, a wide range of skills. Wide knowledge. range of skills, yeah, knowledge. Exactly. Have a very particular set of skills. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just the thing where it's like, yeah, like I said, in everyday life, it's like everybody's on an even playing field. You know, they're not always treated that way, which is unfortunate. But like, you know, I think we did a pretty good job, to be honest. I think so too. Of picking a yeah. surviving group. I think that, that there was a couple that could like be exchanged, and it wouldn't be a big deal. But like, I think we got our core that we really need here. We got. We definitely got our core. I'm just gonna read off who we killed before we wrap up. So why, we, why we killed why Shaniqua. Why don't you read off who we picked, and then I'll kind of summarize okay. our team. Okay, sure. So we picked William, 65. Doctor, yeah. Safra, veterinarian, Jack, 
He is the farmer. Roy. He is the hunter. Nancy. Nurse. Nancy is the nurse. Simon. Navigator for El- the armed forces. Yeah, that was a big one. Elizabeth. Teacher. Stephen. Architect. Matthew. Uh, Fisherman. Fisherman. Victoria. A 12-year-old, 12-year-old girl. Kid. And Sue Young. Psychologist. That's our team. That's, our, that's the future of our society. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty We're in good, good hands. I think so. Look at that. All right, well, All right boys. Well, anyways, how long will we last on the island? Um, probably one month. Then we're all dead. Wow, I was going to give us two weeks, but that's (laughs) optimistic. Alrighty, we've officially thrown 11 people to the sharks. Yes. After all that talk of death, let's uh, take it to Malcolm. All right, now my topic's a little bit more lighthearted, a little more fun. Love it. I want to know, if you guys weren't raised in the suburbs of Canada, where would you have rather been raised, and what kind of person would you have wanted to have been raised as? Oh, interesting. Well, this is something that we obviously like for the listeners for the listeners to know. Malcolm didn't tell us this topic beforehand. He did not. So I'm kind of at the point of like, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Do you have anything that you've thought of I, that you can start with? Countryside of Italy. <laughs> no, I was thinking somewhere on the beach of like Florida or Australia, and just being. You wanted to be I'm a just, beach kid. I wanted to be a beach kid that loved to surf. Listen, wow. Listening to the Beach Boys all day, like Surfer living on bro. the shore, the boardwalk. Are you talking like time period two, or is it just like still when we were born, no, but no, just no. location? Just still when we were born, but just location. So this is purely geographical. I would purely want, like off the top of my head, I would want to be like, because I am a suburbs kid, and I like the city, but I would kind of maybe want to be like a straight up city kid. So off the top of my head, I think of like New York. But if mm. I had to pick one, like, I would kill, like, if I, in another life, was born in, like, Tokyo. Like, that would be the oh. shit to be, like, born and raised in, like, the thick of the action in Tokyo. Mm. I think that would be Just be awesome. Japanese mat. Like, that would be a <laughs> cool. Japanese mat. Japanese mat. That's anime, what my par- anime mat. That's what my parents would name me. They'd be like, son, your name is Japanese mat. <laughs> and I'd be like, thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Like, this is this is great. What a wonderful name. But, um. Matthew son. Matthewson, yeah, but yeah, being like born in like a setting like that would be really interesting. I guess it's like I would want to do something that's just not what I know. So it's like, yeah, put me in like a city and like put me in Tokyo as like a city kid. And at the same time, my mind goes the exact opposite way of like, what would it be like being some you know farm kid? Like yeah, like a farm kid like in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. Amish Matt. Like just yeah, Amish Matt. <laughs> Like, just in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, maybe in, like, some, like, state in the U.S. or, like, you know, Alabama? some other part, like, sure, Alabama, or even, like, a rural part of, like, Wyoming. Europe. Wyoming. You're really into Wyoming. the stepbro stepsister. Mennonite stuff. Matt. You're really oh into God. the stepbro stuff, right? And stepsister. So Alabama would be... <laughs> no. You're not oh into God. it? So you want to be, like, in, like, where uh, Corleone went in Italy? Like, kind of the middle of nowhere over there? Sure, like, even something like that, like, in Italy, but not. I don't even necessarily need to be, like... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, Rome or, like, Paris, like, some, like, bigger, like, a Berlin. Like, I don't even need a big city like that. Like, I would mm. do, in another life, like, some rural Italian town with a population of, like, Sicily. you know. Yeah, like, 500 people in some town Is where you're going to eat better food than, you know, you've ever eaten know. in now, your entire mentioning, life. Mentioning that, I know I... Can I say like, my answer first, though? Yeah, sure, sure. Cause, or are you going to branch Are you going to branch off into something different? No, I was going to go off of what Matt was Okay, saying. go for it, go for it. I was going to say that another life that i think i would have enjoyed is being born in the country somewhere and just having animals and having that like farmhouse and 
like kind of just doing farmy things like riding ATVs and dirt bikes and just really just being outside a lot. Mm. Mm, being a bit of a redneck, which I know is like being a bit of a redneck. Not like it's, to, it's fun not to, to be a redneck. It's not fun to be called the redneck, but being a redneck's fun. <laughs> yeah, not to like stereotype an entire like you know half of yeah. the states, for example. Although here in Canada we have our like, own rednecks, like, but like just like yeah, that kind of like you know that like lifestyle of like. Just being on a farm, playing in the mm. dirt. What's your hobby? Oh, we ride like ATVs. Like we ride dirt. <laughs> Every time I go down to Michigan, I always go ATVing with my friends, or I'll attach a rope to the end of an ATV in the winter, and they'll zoom me around while I'm on my snowboard. Or we go bow fishing. Like we take our boats out on a little boat, and we look for these giant fish in the water, and we just we just get them. <laughs> we just get them. We pull them up, and it's so much fun. And that, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, it took me. It took me a little bit. Can I? Can I just? Why is it? It's all quiet for me now. Like super quiet. Oh, I just turned things slightly okay, okay. down a bit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So for me, I think my answer is like to grow up in California, being like a skater kid. Mm. I would have wanted to grow up in the '80s or '90s, like by like maybe like Santa Cruz. We're not. We're not doing time periods. Oh, okay. Well, then just <laughs> still in general, I still want to go to. I still. Okay. I think I like warm weather in California. Just always perfect weather. I love movies, being in around like, you know, close to Hollywood maybe. Um, to me, the idea of being a skater kid's always been cool, especially since I've seen mid-90s, like one of my favorite movies now. Yeah. And like, it just looks like a fun a fun vibe of like everyone just skating around all day and it's like hot weather and yeah, and just listening to, to hip hop music and just having a good time and like, yeah, I think growing up in that sort of environment would have been really cool. Mm. Patrick, I know you want would have wanted to be an Egyptian hustler by the pyramids. <laughs> An Egyptian hustler selling uh, selling mini pyramids, <laughs> selling little camel wooden camels. Snake oil salesman. <laughs> they do that. <laughs> Snake oil salesman. No, um, I mean, this is kind of hard, but I guess I would just say like Europe. Hmm. Just Europe. Anywhere in Europe, I guess. Anywhere in Europe. Anywhere in Europe. I don't know. I guess so. Latvia. The slums. <laughs> Ukraine. Oh. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna go UK. UK. Oh, that's I a good one. The queen. I'm gonna go UK. Still speak English over there. Time very carpets. football centric society. Yep. Mm. Big pub, um, big pub uh, vibe. Yeah. Um, by the ocean. I mm. feel like with Europe, you get everything. You get like the culture. Not UK. <laughs> Why? You don't get nice pieces in the UK. Okay, whatever. And you the get, food's you also get, like yeah. you get you the get culture. A lot of sun in the UK. You get the culture. Mushy peas. You get the football, mm-hmm. and you get the ability to take a fifty dollar flight to whatever nice beach you want. That's true. So. I'm going UK. Yeah, so yeah. we got UK, we got California, we got uh, New go York on. with Maddie potentially. I'll take and Florida. Florida. I'll take Tokyo. I'll oh, Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. Cool. I was like a Tokyo city kid. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good fun I have one. nowhere else to go with it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, I like that. Uh, I was going to say, though, Patrick, as soon as you mentioned, yeah, what's it called, the UK thing, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that makes sense because with your football and all that, you could be one of those guys in the pub just like sitting around like, right. That's yeah. not a red card. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Pass the crumpets. All right. The king's on the telly. My, uh, our buddy, Mark and I's buddy who um, did school in um, Sunderland, I think. That's right. He uh, talked to us about how like it gets crazy on the subway when it's like the weekend and it's Premier, si- Premier League is on. He says like every single fan is everything like. Everything shuts down. He yeah, said, everything, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can go ahead. No, he's just saying like the pubs are, are packed with people. Yep. Everyone just kind of like work is done early. Like everyone, like their whole lives center around it. It's yeah. like Premier League it's, weekend. It's, it's not like that sort of stuff is like a side hobby that you do for fun and like you're kind of into it. It's like 
it's a core part of the the culture and living there and it's like that seems really cool to have that sort of community around i, yeah. I think i really like that culture compared to here because there's no really big like i know hockey's about big Maple but Leafs? Dude, i've been feeling it i've been, I've been feeling it with the big, I've been, but i feel I've like so hyped no, on it but i feel like culture isn't the same when you compare uk soccer to just definitely not canadian like canadian hockey is huge it's, it's, a, gi- it's, it's a gigantic passion, yeah. but i just don't think it compares to uk soccer no, dude. it's like it's it insane for what reason do you think it doesn't compare because i just think people go way crazy they go way crazy over there and soccer's a it's a universal thing and people aren't just going crazy over in the UK people are going crazy all over the world for the Premier League Not people aren't going crazy all and, over the world for Toronto Maple Leafs and also I feel like, sounds like he wants to get and also I feel like I would assume that you know in, in let's say in, in Liverpool or in, or in you know yeah. in, in a lot of these places in the UK okay. they're like they're even super crazy and intense and like passionate about just like a regular every everyday season of whereas, course whereas I'm sure a lot of people are in, like passionate about you know regular hockey seasons but it doesn't seem like, based on the intensity that I've I've heard and seen online and shit, like it seems like it's not comparable. It's like, it's like all time high levels there all the time, mm. even if it's just like a regular season. Where as here, it's like if your team doesn't do very well, things are you know people aren't talking like crazy about it. I guess but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. I think like hockey is as big here as it is as soccer is in parts of Europe. Like okay. I think it's just, I think it's relatively comparable, and it's just a thing where it's like. I think the reason why Malcolm and Mark are saying that is because you guys have never been part of that world, like with regards to hockey fandom. I guess not. No, but also it's like even hockey like, here is like religion to people, the same way football in the states is but like at the same you know, time, gospel. Like, but at the same time, like growing up in like growing up in schools here, personally, I've never been like you know like the classroom puts on the hockey games and like not really. Maybe when it's like the Olympics or the Winter Olympics or something, mm. but like World Cup always on, Euros always on. It's just like the the hype is just like. More people unite from it based on what I've grown up and seen. Whereas, mm. like, I've never been in a, a classroom and people are like, oh, we got to put the, put on the hockey game unless it's maybe like the Olympics or something. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. It's so just a different a fair thing. Point. And it depends too because it's also like, I guess it also depends even within a place where you are because, like, I'm sure there are, you know, some towns in Canada where it's like, yeah, hockey, whatever. And I'm sure there are mm. towns in England where it's like, yeah, soccer, whatever. Like, it all depends. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, there's think, a single no, town every, in the, England every, where, like, every, nobody really cares. All the small, even, like, even all the small are, cities have... Yeah. There are, twen- there are like, I think there's 26 different divisions of, like... Yeah, it's crazy. Amateur to semi-pro to professional soccer all throughout England, and almost every single city has their own team. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the small cities And even teams. these small teams have big stadiums for thousands mm. of people. And I take it back. Fuck you. Everybody likes hockey here. Every small city <laughs> has fucking hockey here. I take it back. Fuck you. But um, well, as, as maybe maybe if more small little cities and towns in Canada had hockey teams, like like bigger hockey teams, maybe then it, then it would be different. But like even like little tiny cities in, in the UK have like you know teams. Like I've heard of like the thing is because with soccer is that there's so many like leagues. Yeah, that's why it's here like it's just NHL, are, yeah. OHL. Those are is that it? Yeah, the Ontario. Hockey professional league. hockey, I guess. Is OHL professional? Yeah, yeah. So that's the only two things. But in England, for example. Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, League Three, now, and so on, and, and so, so on, on, and so forth. It's unbelievable, and just the list goes on with Bro, the. Leagues. I've heard of people supporting teams that are like League Two. It's a League Two team, and people are like crazy because they they're, they're, they're crazy. from there, bro. Because yeah. it's like every single city in town has their yeah. own team. Like, I, and if you're from there, you're gonna like that's your team kind of thing. Like, I listen to this show, the show called the MMA Hour. It's like a by Ariel Hawaii. It's like a it's like a fun MMA podcast show. And he started supporting like Nottingham Forest, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not. I don't think they're, they're in the prem. They're, they're in the prem. Yeah. Wait, 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 
What's they got the promoted team? last season. They're gonna, oh, they did. They're going to get relegated. What's they, the, they're what, in the relegation zone. Is right? that the team with the, the trees, the logo? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the red logo's tree. tree. Yeah. yeah, so he's they, he was supporting them for a while, even when they weren't in the Premier League. I think they were in the championship. Yeah, the championship. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, people... Yeah, it's very strange. It's like... And because um, a team, Ryan Reynolds with the Wrexham County. Yeah. I, I've they're heard the sh- climbing I've, the ranks. I've heard the show is incredible. Won. They just won the league at their league? I think so. They're moving up a league. I heard the show, which I think... They have a show on Hulu about it. Like this on is like we, are, we are Wrexham or something. Yeah, Crazy. apparently, yeah, apparently it's, a, it's a really good show. Yeah, that's awesome. Go. Him and Rob, fucking Mac from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, but um, what was it. I gonna say? The only thing I would lose with Tokyo, though, I mean, I guess I don't fully know this, but I definitely would, in some sense. As speaking of sports, is like what I've always liked about Toronto is that it is a great sports town because it's like you got your hockey, you got your Jays, you got your basketball, Raptors. Like you've got to a slightly lesser extent football. I mean, there's a lot of people who love football here and like you know love the Argos and shit. Yeah. Um saw a woman with an Argos shirt the other day. And I was like, wow. There's like a lot of US cities too that are like that, like Boston and New York, which are like really good sports towns. Yeah. Um and that would be I guess one thing with something like Tokyo. You think you think sports lose. isn't big in Japan? There's actually I think, I think it is, but like like baseball, American oh, baseball okay. is like big in you Japan. You still have soccer. I feel like Yeah, and soccer, but I don't think like I don't necessarily associate like one single sport with Japan okay. yeah. in the same way that it's like Europe, basketball, you know, yeah. ha- ca- uh, hockey, Canada, or like, you know, football in the States. Yeah. Or, or even uh, like, where do they do cricket? Is that India? Yeah. India. Yeah. And like that, or like India Australia, and Australia and tennis. Or like, rugby. They're, they're big rugby. Yeah, or like Australian rugby. Like, I don't necessarily pin a sport like that That's fair. on I feel like Japan. I'm not very knowledgeable on sports in Japan, but I did read on how Japan is really big on high school soccer because oh. there's a final of high school soccer in Japan every year where the two finalist teams go to a stadium and 100,000 people show up and watch. My goodness. What the heck? This has turned into sports part two. Yeah, right? Sports yeah. part two. You know what I was going to say about... Um, what were you just saying right before Malcolm? Uh, Japan has no sport associated with it, in his mind at least. Yeah, oh, yeah I was going to say, even, since, even though Japan doesn't have a sport... It does have like this is a completely different topic, but it does have this kind of like, you know, the anime history. Which oh is well, cool. technology that's why, stuff. Yeah, that's why I mentioned Japan before. It's like technology. I want to be in Japan so Gaming bad, stuff. just because it's like a bunch of shit, like yeah. my nerd yeah. stuff that I love and video game stuff that I love. Japanese like, fluffy pancakes. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! Well, yeah, and the food too, yeah. and it's like there's all this, and it's Japan's one of those countries, kind of like a China, where it's like so old. China, China. It's so old that it's got like such an interesting like history and lineage to it like i love american and canadian history like that's some of my favorite shit but it's like america and canada are relatively new countries compared to a lot of other countries specifically in japan where it's like oh you know we've had samurais and all this other stuff going on for like a thousand fucking years and then it's like yeah. canada being like 200 something years old and it's like you know 18 oh, the whatever. war of 1812 like so it's kind of, you know, different ball games. So that'd be a cool thing, too. Anyways, Japan, shout out. Love it. All right. Is that, go. is that all? You yeah. asked us, like, where we'd want to grow up and what kind of kid we would want to be raised as. Well, we answered, we didn't, we answered the, kid. We answered we answered the, the first mean, part. I kind of said, like, I didn't. You want to be a surfer kid. surfer kid. Mark kind of want to be a skater, skater kid. kid. Oh, that's right. I didn't answer, though. No. That's okay. Anyway, guys. That's well, it for the like football. Yeah. Um, you strike I'm me- already a football. Like I was a football. Yes, kid, but-, but I'm saying if you were born and raised in London, you strike me as like not like a proper. You don't strike me. You strike me as a like you would be like a cogni. 
Okay. Like not like a prim and proper Brit, but like more of like a you know like down and down dirty. The, scum. Down I was at, gonna say dirty. Scum. Down at the scum. No, but like a down at the pub, yeah. down at the pub, watching the game, like yeah. you know, having a beer with the mates, like you yeah. know that kind of mo- thing. Mo- motor oil on his face. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> working on your car. Uh, overalls hands on, are all dirty. Are, are, That's are, not the kind of person I'd want to be raised as. Like, hands, I don't. Hands stained black, little rascal hat on. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> little I don't, rascal hat. That's kind of what I would imagine you as is like a you know sports. UK okay, here's my answer. Lad. Raised in the UK, um, stuck up, snotty, oh, good. wealthy, pretentious, you want to be pretentious posh, kid, good. posh kid. He wants to have posh a Brit. he wants to have a, a sweater. A, he wants to have a, a pastel yellow sweater wrapped around his neck. Yeah, <laughs> right around his neck. You know what's so funny to me? I'm gonna say what? this, and then we can go because I'm about to take one swing and hit two countries. It's so funny to me that France and England. Not now anymore. Now it's kind of more of like a friendly like thing that people joke about. Like, ah, oh, France and Britain, this rivalry. But mm-hmm. like obviously for like in Europe's history, like the decades they've spent like, you know, going at each other and like not liking each other. It's so funny to me that Britain and France have that kind of history and that lineage. And now it's more of like a siblings rivalry kind of thing. And yet they're the two countries that are the best, better than any countries on earth at being like stuck up snobby pricks. Yep. And I know I'm taking a wide, broad stroke here, swing at France and Britain, and I apologize to all our British and uh, French listeners. To our three French listeners to and to our two British listeners. Because it's not as hey, listen, I like Britain and I like France. There's nothing about that, but I'm I'm not you know I'm also also not saying it's the whole fucking population. Either, yeah. kind of, I'm just saying, like when you think of like the most stuck up. Like, well, I never like looking their nose down on people. My word. Yeah. My word. It's France and Britain. Heaven stars. Like, that's know, not never a heard that. Yeah, sorry. So, anyways, France and Britain. I love you. Just, I had to, you know, take you down a peg for a second. Yeah, I guess you're getting a little too big for your britches. Anyways, this has been your episode of Wildly Adequate. Thank you for coming along with us. This is probably a bit of a longer one today. Uh, please like the videos. Share the videos. Subscribe to the channel. I realized last week I didn't do like an actual yeah. outro. So comment Instagram, comment. Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok. We're all over the place. At wildly adequate. We're working on Spotify. Soon we'll to get be. there eventually. But uh, for now, you know, check us out. Share us with the people you love. Maybe share us with the people you hate as you know some sort of torture and punishment. That mm-hmm. works too, as long as we get the views. Any publicity is good publicity, as they say. Um, Yeah, that's all we've got. Thank you, and we'll see you around. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.